Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing? Ah, what's new, J Dubs? Oh, you. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am a hype that is J Dubs, and this is. The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. You have one mission and one mission only for the next four hours. That's be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in The Hideout. Um, also, too, uh, Chunks is here. He's the executive producer of The Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Whoa. If you want to be somebody online, uh, that is Tommy Bateman, our director, mans the talk and roll controls, responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. And Gibbs, intern Gibbs is here, screening your phone calls at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. J-Dubs, in less than 15 minutes, we'll do up the hideout headlines game show, giving away the uh, hideout door prizes. Uh, a lot to give away this evening, as usual, Dubs. So uh, get caught up. Uh, you heard the headlines during the Phillips file. Win some prizes uh, coming up here in about 15 minutes with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Also, it is Friday. It is the weekend, baby. So coming up, uh, open door policy. Heretics, come on up. If you've never seen the inside of the Real Radio studio and you would like to, uh, come on up. We open the door to the Clear Channel Compound from 10 to 11 o'clock. The last hour of the show every week uh, every week is dedicated to you. Open door policy right here at 2500 uh, Maitland Center Parkway. The Heretics will be here. Um, and Chunks will pay off his stunt. We are owed three stunts for Hideout Fantasy Football. Chunks will pay off his stunt, um, one of the three, while the Heretics are here. Uh, speaking of fantasy football and uh, also uh, you know NFL, Mark St. Amant, our buddy, will join us from ESPN Classic and also uh, thesportsrag.com. We'll talk to him during the second hour of the hideout tonight. I have a uh, a question that I hesitate to share with you. Okay. And by you, I mean you, J-Dubs. Not the rest of these a-holes? Actually, yeah. Okay. Everyone but Gibbs. You're gay. What? <laughs> That's not what it's about. So I have a question that I am going to share with you, and I want you to take it seriously, because now I feel I'm at a good time, and I want to make a life-altering decision. But I'm going to need your help. I'm not going to be your first time. No, it's not what I'm, it's not what I'm looking for. Hmm. And it would be like Sabbath. But anyway, oh, oh, I'm sorry. So that is coming up uh, tonight, J-Dubs. Also, uh, mild air checks. 
We had talked about it um, during uh, whose vacation was it on Tuesday when we got back from vacation. Over the holiday, I uh, did a lot of house cleaning, discovered a whole bunch of my old air checks. Uh, air check, DJ, tapes, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, tapes of you on the air at other stations. Right. I have some of them from Michigan, including the very first time you and I were ever on the air together in Michigan. Oh, boy. And I don't think I said a whole lot, so I don't think I'm safe. Yeah. And then uh, stuff from when I was Maverick at Mix 100 in Lubbock, Texas. And it's just, it's douche chill. It'll be good for the show. It'll be awful for me. But I'm willing to... Uh, I'm cringing for you right now. I'm willing to take the beating. Can't be any worse than mine. <laughs> That's true. The, the only reason it would be worse is because it's very mo top 40, just like every hack DJ. Because you guys didn't have to go through that. I had to be at a station that was very hack, and you had to be child friendly. I don't know. It's a whole thing. You know, well, you had to gear toward the females. When I was at, at school, we weren't, weren't broadcasting, but I had to do that kind of DJing at school, and I destroyed every bit of tape I had from Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts. Luckily, we'll never hear those. Why did you never destroy, man? Always destroy. Well, I got him, and I think it's going to be great for the show tonight. So we got that. Also, the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. We got Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend we didn't get to yesterday. A whole bunch of stuff that we want. Hey, Hideout, unscreened phone calls for you guys. Uh, but first, I want to start off uh, talking about a movie that I went to see this afternoon at the Altamont Mall. Um, I would ex- I'm would. i going to have Quentin Tarantino explain it to you. I guess he was on the Tyra Banks show or something or other. Really? Yeah. And uh, here's Tarantino describing the movie Hostel. It's based on sort of kind of true events. It's about a couple of kids, American kids, that are in uh, uh, Europe. And they're just like doing the whole Euro rail thing. Well, while they're in Amsterdam, they actually hear from a guy, go, well, you know, where you need to go is you need to go to Slovakia. Because, like, no one goes there. The and women are all, like, European supermodels. There's no guys there because they're dead with the war. And the women love Americans and they just give it up. So they go there, and hostel is exactly like what they said, all right? The girls are just having sex so with them. So they're living in a hostel. Yeah, they go to a hostel. People. It's like a YMCA, but you go to it in a country. Then you, yeah, it's like a little dorm them, there. I lived in them when I first started modeling. And so the thing is, they go to the hostel, and it's exactly like what they said, but what it actually is, it's a setup for the Russian mafia that if you want to go to this place and see what it's like to kill somebody, this is where you go, and it's all the kids that go to the hostel are the ones that get tortured and killed. All right, that is uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, talking about his new, uh, the film that he is presenting, Hostel. I went to see this at the Altamont Mall um, this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, it's a hideout. We're ready at 104.1. Headlines game show coming right up. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I almost threw up twice. That disgusting? It is... It is probably the most hardcore movie when it comes to gore that I have ever seen. And I'm desensitized, man. I am desensitized beyond... I mean, a lot of things don't faze me. But I'm watching this movie, and there were literally two different times where I I had to turn away because if I kept watching, I was going to throw up. I will say this. If you go see this... By the way, I highly recommend it. If you go see this movie, Hostel... And you don't cringe in the slightest, you probably could be a serial killer. Or Tommy Bateman. I mean, if you don't even, if you don't get 
oogged out a little bit, you have some serial killer tendencies to you. It is a dude. It has boobs. There are so many awesome boobs in this movie, and it's gory. It is a great flick. I I and it, I loved it. And the one word that you will not hear thrown out about Hostel is lame, because it is not. It is really. It's intense. It's so intense. I left the movie theater almost like, hmm. I left the movie theater like I had just been like running for like 30 minutes. Really? You, you were just that pumped up? By a Heart rate up, cardio up. I mean, I'm telling you. All right, here's our buddy Tuttle. What's going on, Tuds? Hideout hey, General Manager. I have not seen this movie yet, but I've seen a lot of clips of it, and I have to agree with you. I Just from the clips that I have seen, I, I got sick to my stomach. Uh, I'm telling you, Tuds, I know uh, you're recently engaged, I guess, and mm-hmm. uh, you take your chick to this, uh, she'll make you leave. I saw, now, I, I saw at least four people get up and walk out. You know what you need to find? To find the perfect woman, you need to find a woman that will give you oral during that movie. Oh, uh, dude, the one clip I saw, what about the, the Asian girl with her eyeball hanging out of her head? Uh, I, I, I'm not, I, 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 I'm not going to give away anything, uh, but yeah, that was uh, one I've of seen, the... I've seen more disgusting Asian movies in my life, I'll tell you that much. Tubgirl.com, yeah. uh, over 18. <laughs> but absolutely, man, it is so intense. And oh, I... dude, it... it uh, honestly, it, it kind of freaks me out because it, it, it's kind of based almost in reality because they do that kind of, like, slave trade type stuff. It's like sex trade, but the people get to torture them. Yeah, the, the whole thing, and, and Tarantino even talks about the plot of the film, is that people get kidnapped so that other people can live out the fantasies of torturing and killing human beings. Wow. So I, so I need to go see this then. Oh, absolutely. But I say you take your buddies. I, I'm not. If you can take a girl to this movie, yeah. And she laughs through the whole thing, and maybe even laughs a couple times. You marry her because I she, marry her because she's the coolest chick on earth. <laughs> I, All right, man. Well, I, I just wanted to call and get your advice on that. I've seen a lot of clips. I've been excited about it, and, and I really do think by just seeing the clips and everything, probably one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's it's intense, Tuds. Uh, All right, we'll talk to you, buddy. All right, man. See ya. Later, bro. I mean, it is out there, dude. It, and it, and I got to think, all right, why did Tarantino put his name on this? I know why. It sets the standard. Like, it raises the bar. I don't know if you can go any further without getting an NC-17. Now, I'm telling you. It wasn't NC-17? No, rated R. Wow. I And I, I loved it. And I know it's not, I don't know if it's not for middle America or if it's not for a certain crowd. Wait till the uh, the unrated comes out on DVD. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't, what's, it didn't seem like they left anything out because there's there's frontal nudity. Like you even see a girl's uh, bush. No, actually there was nothing there. Ah, and they're oh, and the boobs are just crazy. It's great. Can you can you give us like one example of one of the gory scenes without giving too much away? Because I'm really interested because I know that. You've seen some of the nastiest movies, and I just wanted like an example of something that happened because I really wanted to see it too. All right, well, Tud's mentioned it, so I'll just uh, uh, blowtorch to the eye socket. Oh God! Like melting away the eye socket. Talk slower. That's nothing. <laughs> well, hey man, whatever. You, I know you're holding your uh, American Psycho doll. This makes American Psycho look like it should be on PBS. You should be.
I agree with you there. Finally, we found something we agree on. And what it's just it's a it's a very cool, very intense movie. It is not for everybody, but it is it's. It's is there just, a good storyline going on too, or oh, it's just a, all gore? No, it's a great storyline. It's actually it's a very well made movie, and it is intense. I left it feeling like I had almost been through it. So I'm telling you now, I'm warning you, but if you can deal with it, you're gonna love it. I think I can handle it. I think you'll I think you'll dig it yeah. completely. I'm just telling you, I was in shock by the fact that I almost threw up twice. Me, desensitized. I mean, I, I hate to say this. But the last time I felt like this kind of ugged out was remember when they showed the beheadings. The beheadings were on. Oh yeah, yeah, and, that was rough. And that was like really. And sometimes you think you're desensitized, and then you watch something like that, and you're like, whoa. But it even it's even. And I know now the beheadings were real, so that's mm-hmm. what, that's also what makes it just seem even crazier. But on the other hand, this hostel. There's another. All right, I'm going to give away one more thing. It's not giving away anything to the movie. Okay. Okay? There's a part where it's a drill bit. Because you can t- apparently whenever the person gets kidnapped, you can take them to this place, and you can choose to torture them however you want to. One guy starts out with a drill, you know, an automatic drill that you use, mm-hmm. into the quad. Ouch. But even worse than that, he puts the drill down, Chunks of quad still on the drill. Uh, I thought you were going to say bang the quad. I don't know. You don't see the rest. Man. So I'm not giving away anything in the movie, and trust me, even me telling you is not preparing you. All right, we got to get to the Hideout Headlines game show, but real fast, a couple of things. We'll take a couple calls. Sam in Orlando, you're in the Hideout. What do you got, Sam? Hey, guys. I was actually uh, curious. Have you seen Saw 1 or 2? Oh, yeah. Saw them both. Okay, I wanted you to, uh, well, apparently there's no comparison, but I wanted to see if it was anything even remotely that sick. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a, it's way beyond Saw, to be honest. I, I believe that it's, now I'm not going to say way beyond, but I'm going to say yeah, definitely gorier than Saw, and I'll say this too, better movie, especially better than one. Two was pretty good, but uh, I think it I think it also takes, uh, takes it to a next level from where Saw 2 was, so yeah. Cool. Got to go see it. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Later, bro. Go to uh, Sean in Longwood. You're in the hideout. We got Sean. Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank you, buddy. The guy who does the movie is called, e- the director is Eli Roth. Yeah. He actually saw the advertisement, like, online for something like that and emailed it to Quentin Tarantino. And then they started direct- writing the movie from that point. And he did a movie called Cabin Fever. Uh, it mm-hmm. was the same guy as Cabin Fever. Okay. Right. Yeah. There are some uh, gory parts in Cabin Fever. Oh yeah, the uh, right. the legs uh, shaving scene is one of the Ooh. best. Yeah. Right, but yeah, he he saw it was an actual advertisement he saw online somewhere and immediately emailed Quentin Tarantino and was like, like we got to do a movie about this. He actually saw an advertisement for a place where you can torture and kill someone. Yeah, it's somewhere online he saw it somewhere and he immediately emailed Quentin Tarantino. Wow, like, there's, there's, there's stuff going on out there. Like oh that. yeah, this and it's based in well they say well the movie is set in Slovakia. You can just go to my MySpace profile and get that link. Uh, hey, thank you, Sean. I appreciate the background. I didn't realize that. Thank you, buddy. Do you do group discounts? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four. Does anybody take a bite out of anyone's Achilles heel? One zero four one. That'd I'm, be good. Honestly, I'm not. I, I just I can't say anymore. But an Achilles is involved, and that is intense too. Yes. I'm just not. I can't say anymore. But everything you can think of 
happens in this movie. I gotta go. I gotta go see the movie. A lot of it happens to the same person. They type it over to me on the IM. No, you go watch the movie, you freak. Richard H. Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What you got, Richard? Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. I just, uh, you know, I, I'm 49 years old, and I was just thinking back in the 60s when I was a kid, and the first time I had ever heard about snuff films. And mm-hmm. it sounds like, and you know, I can remember when the cops were shutting theaters down in New York that showed the first couple of snuff films and how they were hunting these guys with the FBI. And here it is 30, 40 years later, and Christ, Tarantino is putting this crap out. I don't you know, think it's a snuff film, though. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but isn't it? Isn't it a snuff uh, film? Not really. I mean, it's, I mean the, the thing is, is, it's a fictional movie, but you watch the stuff. It's just, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It's very intense. I don't know. You know, to me, how is it that that's our... But a couple of people going at it in their bedroom is an X-rated movie. And you know what, Richard? I agree. How do you even compare that? I Dude, agree. I'm leaving the movie thinking the exact same thing of how did this I mean, not get an NC-17? Yeah, but, but guys, what's it say about that, that? No wonder we have situations like Abu Ghraib and crap like this. No, it's true. I mean, everybody's so desensitized where nothing really matters anymore, and uh, you're just looking for uh, the next level. And here's the thing that I'm worried about, because this is going to set the next bar. Exactly. I don't don't know where you go from here. I just don't, I really don't, until you're doing it at live action shows. All right, real fast, Bubba and Orlando, then we're going to get to the Hideout Headlines game show. What do you got, Bubba? So, guys, um... I saw the one advertisement where they were talking about how you know they sent EMTs to the one of the, uh, of the previews because people all freaked out and they like froze up. So a friend of mine who's a manager at one of the AMC theaters, I asked her, I was like, you know, what's going on with this movie? Because there's this preview going on. Have you guys gotten anything? And she said, yeah, we got this big long uh, memo saying that they had to pull and the entire last reel, and you guys are getting a new reel because that's the reel that freaked everybody out. So there I- is. There's a worse version out there that they actually pulled from the theaters before it even got released. All right, now wow. I, now I got to get the DVD. All right, thank you, Bubba. See, that's the thing. I'm like, how did they raise the bar? Apparently they did. Now I got to go see it. The bar had been raised and now taken away. So anyway, I'm I'm telling you guys. Um, I'm excited. I, I I you know I went to see it, and uh, I, I just I'm. I can understand where some, maybe some people freaked out because I was on the verge of throwing up, and you know, that has never, ever, ever happened to me in a movie. I think people should be careful on what movies they go see, too. I, the, that's the problem with going to the theater, not knowing what you're going to see. And you see Hostel up there. Hmm. Action. A little scary. All right. I'll go take a look at it. And you have no idea what you're stepping into. All right. Let's take a break. Come back. There it is. Hostel from Quentin Tarantino. And Richard brings up a fabulous point. I don't know how this is uh, an R, mm-hmm. and a couple of people banging uh, gets you an X. I don't, even know, I don't even know where we are as Americans right now. Well, violence is something that we can deal with, apparently, but we can't deal with, uh, with sex. Good, yeah, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you have any more comments on this, we'll pick it up during Hey Hideout. But next, Hideout Headlines Game Show. Be a winner. Get caught up on the day's headlines next on Real Radio, on uh, The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to The Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big. Big. Now here's your host, Gibbs. I like it. 
I can dig it. The yeah. chick sounds sexy. Who's the chick? It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Call right now and be a winner. Uh, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Five categories. World, national, local, sports, entertainment. They actually get run down for you. Yeah, you, we don't even have to do that anymore. They're taking uh, all of our lines. Uh, true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Gibbs, who was that? Is that a girl? Uh... That is my uh, best friend, Anna. Uh, hot? Yeah, she's extremely hot. She goes to FSU, unfortunately. Bring her on up. She might. Yeah. She's going to try to come up. Outstanding. Well, that's that's very... And I like how you throw your name uh, in there, too. You get her up here, we'll get her down. What? Like just somebody. He said he's bringing some hot chick up tonight. You are? Yes, sir. Girlfriend? Well, I'm not bringing her up. She's being brought in up. Nice. All right, here we go. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Whenever you call, ladies are first. Uh, chivalry alive and well here in the hideout. So uh, 407-916-1041, Now, why is Dallas the theme? I mean, I love Dallas. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Because Dallas is a great theme. All right, here we go. Here's Colleen. Everything grades in Dallas. Uh, that's true. Uh, Colleen, you're an Altamont. Uh, Altima. You're in first up. Which category would you like? Um, what are the categories again? Sorry. World, <laughs> national, local, sports, entertainment. Um, let's go local. All right, here's local news with Gibbs. All right, local is a multiple choice question. A rabies alert was issued in Orange County, Florida, in an Orange County, Florida community after a what? Making a strange screaming sound attacked at least 15 people and two dogs in a neighborhood. An A, small child, B, a cat, C, a grizzly bear, or D, a raccoon? A uh, raccoon. Uh, it was actually B, a cat. Really? Yes, a crazy rabies-ridden cat. Um, Here's what I think we're going to do. Wipe out all the cats no. in uh, Orange County, starting with Sadie Lou. Sadie Lou's out in Orange County. No, you're in Orange County. Whatever. I'm on the fringe of Seminole. I'll take her there. I think we should just go ahead and wipe them all out. How about... Now, what happened? Now, you had a quote from this story, right? Yeah, um... Well, I, what happened was, I guess, some lady found it, brought it to her apartment, let some friends borrow it, it escaped. Let her borrow it? <laughs> borrow it? What are they yeah. doing to it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it escaped, got into the community... Like it's a new just, pair of shoes. <laughs> and, just started atta- and just started attacking people, and it was, at one point, hiding underneath a car, and uh, a guy was getting in that car, and it attacked and bit his ankle, so he kicked it. Are you sure this is a cat and not Brian Peppers? I think they named the cat Brian Peppers, actually. So All right, this is what we ought to do then. Let's just kick every cat in Orange County, starting with Sadie Lou. No. I like how Gibbs uh, mustered up the uh, uh, the energy to nod that big head of his yes. <laughs> That's why he's always so tired. He, we make him nod his head too much, and it really just brings all the energy out of him. What size is that FSU hat? Extra, extra large. <laughs> Let's go to Rico in Orlando. Next up in the Hideout Headlines game show, World National Sports or Entertainment? Uh, we like entertainment. Entertainment with yes. Gibbs. Okay, entertainment, true or false question. <laughs> Sirius Satellite Radio Incorporated will give radio talk show host Howard Stern 34 million shares of stock worth about $220 million. Is that true or false? Oh, uh, I know about his 500 million. I'm gonna say true then. Yes, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're a winner. Hold on, Congratulations. Rico. Congratulations. Yeah, apparently they hit their um, 
I guess what he hits whatever bonus, and that's why he's getting. Paid. Oh wow! Hadn't even done a show yet, and already getting paid that much just for hitting the bonus. Damn! Look at me. I'm worried about breaking a twenty. I'm wondering if we. I you have a twenty. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about going out and uh, spending uh, too much money at Cosmic Bowling tonight. Uh, 407-916-1041. It's a hideout headlines game show with the new host Gibbs. Uh, we actually do this segment in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So that's why you, uh, have the music. Let's go to Absinthe Coma. Hideout Heretic in Orlando. Hey, buddy. What's up, Pepe? Uh, world, national, or sports? Well, let's go with national. All right, here's national news with Gibby. All right, national is another true or false question. President Bush shrugged off a report showing weaker than expected job growth today and declared that the American economy heads into 2006 with a large economic deficit. True or false? Uh, hmm, let's go with true. Actually, that's false. He uh, said that uh, it would uh, it was it heads into 2006 with a full head of steam. Yeah, I heard him bragging today on CNN about how it's uh, 4.6 million jobs that have been created thanks to the tax cuts that they put in place. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, yeah, because uh, 7-Eleven's hiring overnights, and uh, I see that Wendy's also needs some late night help. So the real Great quality jobs are out there and available. Well, you are able now to get a job helping people eat great even late. And that's what we uh, need out there. We need a lot more of those jobs where even if you have it, you can't uh, support yourself anyway. Look, I like both of those places. Mm -hmm. But the only jobs that are opening up, and let's be realistic about it, are jobs that are dead-end service industry jobs. You know, you see Ford and GM having issues. You see, I mean, the only gig that's left in America, for the most part, are these service industry jobs and sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. And that's just about what everybody does. There's not too much else out there. So I don't want to hear it when all the really good jobs are in other places. What do you do for a living? Uh, Realty. Yeah. I'm a realtor. Get my real estate license, but right now I sell mortgages. Mm -hmm. I can give you a good deal. Oh, boy. Um, let's go over here to Woody in Orlando. Next up in the Hideout Headlines game show. All right, Woody, um, you want world or sports? Uh, let's go with sports. All right, here's sports news. All right, the sports question is a multiple choice. Grant Hill, Orlando Magic forward, may be back in the lineup tonight against the New Jersey Nets after coming back from what? A, a back surgery, B, a brain surgery, C, foot surgery, or D, sports hernia surgery? Sports hernia surgery. That is correct. You are a winner, Woody. Hold tight. You know, Grant Hill, despite all his issues, like as far as health, mm-hmm. when he's playing, he is badass. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's crazy with all the issues he's had that he hasn't fallen off that much when he is healthy. I mean, when he's out there, he is a complete difference maker. i got to watch uh, a lot more of the magic over the break. And... You know, when he's in, he's damn good. And I think that, I wonder if that's part of it, too. Like, why, that's why he misses so many games, because he doesn't want to be out there and hack it up. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he doesn't want to go out there and uh, be a half-assed to... kind of guy. He'd rather rest and be full full strength at all times. He wants to make sure he's 100%. Uh, Alan in New Smyrna Beach in the hideout on Road Radio. You're left with World, okay? 
Yep, no problem. All right, here's World with Gibbs. All right, World is true or false. The White House sharply criticized Christian broadcaster and former Republican presidential candidate Benny Hinn today for suggesting that Israel Prime Minister Ariel, Ariel Sharon's stroke was divine punishment for dividing God's land. Man, as much as I think that they wouldn't insult a Christian, I think that they actually did that true. <laughs> uh, close. It was false, but it was actually Pat Robertson. Oh, he got you on the uh, on the switcheroo. Who did you say it was? Benny Hinn. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's take a break, and we'll come back. Let's come back with the clip of Pat Robertson and what he said um, about uh, Sharon. I can't believe this maniac's still on the air. Seriously. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Sharon was personally a very likable person, and I, I am sad to see him in this uh, condition. But I think we need to look at the Bible, and uh, the book of Joel, the prophet Joel, makes it very clear that God has, a, has enmity against those who, quote, divide my land. God considers this land to be his. You read the Bible, he says, this is my land. And for any prime minister of Israel who decides he's going to carve it up and give it away, God says, no, this is mine. And uh, the same thing, I had a wonderful meeting with uh, Yitzhak Rabin in 1974. He was tragically uh, assassinated. It was a terrible thing that happened, but nevertheless, he was dead. And now Ariel Sharon, who is, again, a very likable person, a delightful person to be with. Uh, I prayed with him personally, but here he's at the point of death. He was dividing God's land. And I would say woe unto any prime minister of Israel who takes a similar course to appease the EU, the United Nations, or the United States of America. God says, this land belongs to me. You better leave it alone. Wow. Uh, That's the insane Pat Robertson. Uh, It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up in about uh, 10 minutes, unscreened open phones. We're going to set the table, give you a few things to talk about and comment on here, uh, including that. Uh, The the whole thing with uh, Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson is the right wing's uh, uh, Michael Moore, you know, where no one can from the right can really have him on their side because he's just so far out there, just like on the left, no one can parade Michael Moore out there and have uh, them I, look legitimate. I, maybe it's because I'm on the left, but Michael Moore to me isn't nearly the same as Pat Robertson. To the people on the right, yes, he is. He looks the same as what Pat Robertson looks to us. you got to be kidding. It, oh, yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. I had no idea. That is shocking to me. With, yeah, people hate... One, to me, one tells the truth, the other one's delusional. And people on the uh, right think exactly the opposite of the, the Christian right. That is so scary to me. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely scary to me. Now, you found something where the Pope says religious fundamentalism is going to be the greatest threat to world peace. Yeah. Uh, if you, <laughs> the Pope, leader of uh, the Catholic Church, says religious fundamentalism... Is the greatest threat to world peace. Now, if anything, though, you got to think uh, Catholics not tremendously fundamental. They usually don't stick to it. They're always breaking their own rules. True, but uh, for someone to be a know, religious figure, a religious figure in a in a big organized religion like the Catholic Church, to be saying something like that is really contradicting themselves and and what they believe, you know, and and what they're trying to do with their church and have everybody be, you know. 
doing the same thing, being on the same team, doing that kind of thing, and throwing a broad uh, uh, thing out like just religious fundamentalism in general is the greatest threat to world peace. That's stupid. Do you think it's like contradictory or yeah, anything? Yeah, it's definitely contradicting. Is it like the Pope saying wearing a robe looks stupid? It's just like, hey, that's uh Look at you. What are you wearing right now? Or uh, any book over 200 pages isn't worth reading. Um, I usually make it to page three, and then my head hurts trying to decipher all the old English of the Bible. And just how it's written on like two, uh, like uh, two rows per page and everything—it's it's really tough. I heard the Pope also said bread and wine, not a good combo. Mm-mm. And if you uh, drive a car after your uh, named after yourself, you're definitely homosexual. Hey, which, he drives the Pope mobile. Yeah, and that, I don't know why he'd say that. That'd be a, a ridiculous thing for him to say. It's like the Pope saying uh, people should just sit at church. Have you ever been to a Catholic service? Mm. Uh, it's better than squatting 300 pounds. You are constantly up and down and up and down and I, up and down. Yeah, I went to a Methodist church, and for some reason to sing, you have to stand up. I can sing sitting down. But it's even you're standing up, yeah. you're sitting down, you're kneeling down, you're standing up. It's an entire aerobic workout. It's uh, it's the Pope doing Tybo right there. Hey, Dub, something else that went down uh, is uh, Walmart is stopping their movie suggestions on the web. Now, you know, sometimes you go to a website and let's say you're going to buy a certain movie. Yeah. And then it says, hey, well, you may, like on iTunes. If you like this movie, you'll like, and it lists a bunch of movies. I know on iTunes, like when I went and downloaded like Mudvayne that we just came back with, it also says, um, you know, you may like Slipknot, you know, you may like, you know. Seven dust, whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, at Walmart, if you go online on Walmart.com, if you look to purchase Planet of the Apes, oh no, also suggested films about famous Black Americans, including uh, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. I love racism. Wow. <laughs> now this is brought up all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And even Walmart is ashamed because they 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 had no clue. They're like, you got to be kidding. Then they go and they look and they're like, oh my goodness. So you look up, <laughs> you, you want to buy Planet of the Apes. So and you, you're says, you're on Walmart.com, ordering Planet of the Apes. You look, uh, say to the left, and there is a, if you like Planet of the Apes, you will like the life and Martin times, Luther King. The life and times of the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> now you got to think. All right, was it someone at, was it someone at Walmart trying to be funny? Or, perchance, was it maybe, hey, this is what the Walmart uh, shoppers think you would like, like I'm the clientele. I'm wondering if it's a uh, if it's a thing of, hey, uh, order a Planet of the Apes, and then you uh, you know you put other movies that you like down there, and just these, just a bunch of rednecks went on there and kind of tip the ballots to exactly. Martin Luther King. I don't know. All right, Tommy said he just did it and it forwarded him to Roots. It's under the comedy section, too. Yeah, that's just, I don't even know what's going on on uh, Walmart.com. There's a few laughs. I wouldn't call it comedy. Uh, come on. Uh, so that is a big deal for Walmart right now. Also, Dubs, we're about to do uh, Hey Hideout, complete open phones, unscreen phone calls, whatever you want to talk about for an entire segment here in the Hideout. 
uh, at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Hopefully this could happen. A caller dies live on the radio. Uh, it happened in a British phone-in show. A guy only known as Terry called in on a late-night debate on Liverpool's Magic <laughs> FM 1548. That's odd. That's a really odd uh, call Pregnancy, letters yeah. and... The whole thing. So, apparently, um, the disc jockey, Pete Price. <laughs> hey, I'm DJ Pete Price. Pete, Pete call. Pete you Pr- want to die on the air. Pete Price says he's, he's having the debate, and then all of a sudden... Whoa, I'm really killing tonight. you got to do it in the accent. Um, and then all of a sudden... There's no accents in radio. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Pete Price! Jamming Liverpool, England! Whoa! <laughs> So the the caller on the other end just goes silent. Now he must have had a killer party to go to. The DJ at this point gets so worried about Terry, the Terry's caller, dead tired, that he goes to his house and calls an ambulance, uh, worried about Terry. Now I'm thinking to myself. <laughs> We're in radio. There's no way if someone died on the air, we'd get in our car and speed over there. In fact, isn't that a wish of every broadcaster? Oh, yeah. Here's some other list. I put together a little list of stuff that I would like to happen sometime during the open phones on Hey Hideout, mm-hmm. which is coming up in less than five minutes. Unscreened phone calls. I'd like a car accident while someone is on the phone with us. Here's a little wish list. I'd like someone to be pulled over by the cops. Mm-hmm. It's great when they're yelled at by a loved oh, one. Oh, that's the best one. They're just trying to... I'm trying to talk on the radio, Mom! I love it when someone is busted at work by their boss when they're calling into a talk show. Oh, crap. Gotta go. See you later. I got a customer. <laughs> and we've had that a few times. Uh-huh. And the best one, I think, would be even better than death, is an accidental maiming. Like, I always picture a housewife, um, a housewife, like, maybe cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. And cutting up the carrots. Chopping a finger off. There goes a finger. Nice. I think that would be epic. We'll take a break and come back. Time for you to sound off an entire segment. If you want to talk to the fabulous Pete Price. Made up for you, by you. Hey, hide out. Unscreened phone calls next. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. The Hideout. Real Radio. 104.1. All right, time for your unscreened phone calls here in the hideout. Be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Open phones. Be somebody in the hideout. Call now. Um, it's a, We'll also reset what's gone down. I went to go see Hostel. Mm-hmm. Great movie put out by Tar- uh, Quentin Tarantino and written and directed by the guy who did Cabin Fever. Mm-hmm. One of the very few movies I've ever wanted to throw up at. And... Where do you go from here? Why is violence now um, acceptable when sex isn't? And how did this not get an NC-17, even though I love the movie? Also, too, you got Pat Robertson. You got the you got President Bush thinking that just because 4.6 million uh, 7-Eleven and service industry jobs, the economy is bouncing back. Uh, there's a lot on the table. We'll go to Mike and Oviedo first in the hideout. We got Mike. Hey, the... Uh... Planet of the Apes and uh, Martin Luther King reference. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe uh, maybe they were referred to because of you know inhumane treatment, racism, persecution. 
Hey, I doubt it. It seems like a. No, I, I mean. I mean, it is funny. It, that's got to be a possibility for, it, for it, jokester in there. It's a stretch. It's an amazing, amazing stretch. <laughs> and I even mean, I, it if it, I mean, you should uh, apply to Walmart to kind of do some PR spinning. You know, because it looks too. <laughs> it absolutely looks. It just looks bad. And I'm getting some comments too on like how could Walmart not know what it's on it what on what's on its website? But there's so much on that website, you know. Some stuff will sneak through, and one a-hole can uh, really ruin your reputation. And the other thing too, whoever's running that bit has mm-hmm. got to think to themselves, who's going to order Planet of the Apes on DVD and from Walmart? Is it the old one or the new one? I think it's the old one. Oh, and that's that's fine. That doesn't that makes complete sense. No, it doesn't. Hmm. No, it's not. If the new one, I would be like, like, whoa, that's out of line. It's like Doostro. Remember when Doostro asked if uh, Janet Jackson was in Planet of the Apes? Oh, yeah. The remake? And just how incredibly oh, yeah. uncomfortable that was? 407 916 It's your on-screen phone calls here on the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Double M in the Hideout. What's going on, Double M? Hey, Hideout. What's up? Hey, there you go. Hey, Hideout. What you got, buddy? Um, going to the debate about violence and all that, mm-hmm. on 411mania.com, a site that I write for, by the way, oh, nice. we had an interview with Eli Roth up today. Oh, and apparently, Yeah, and apparently part of the thing is that the MPAA is loosening their restrictions on horror movies as far as the violence goes, because apparently they're thinking that that's what people want to see when they go. So they're not limiting what they can show as far as gore. They're just letting it fly, and very little they're restricting now. So uh, so the violence and the gore is okay, but the sex isn't? I Apparently. I mean, it's bass-ackwards to me, too. Don't get me wrong. But Roth was saying that they actually have very little that they had to cut, and that the studio is actually upset because they don't have a lot of extras to put on the DVD now huh. because the MPAA let it all go. Now, did you did you hear the caller earlier talking about the uh, the, 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 the real like the, like the last ten minutes or something? Oh, like? the, the the snuff. Oh no, the, the last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. where some that had to get changed out. I did, but I wasn't. It's not something he really brought up in the interview. That I'm not sure. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. Right, what's that website again? Double M. 411mania.com. All right, I'm gonna check and that out. And if you put a slash movies after it, that interview with Eli Ross should be right up in the top story. Oh, nice. I didn't know you were in, uh, involved with that, Double M. I appreciate that, buddy. Not a problem. Oh. Check out the music site too. That's the one I'm editor of. Okay. okay. Right on. Thank cool. you. Hideout Heretic Double M. I know he's out in. Uh... I think uh, uh, near, near, near Daytona. He came out to uh, the Phantom Fireworks out there. 407-916-1041, Johnny in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Johnny? Yeah, man, I, I agree with you on the sex and violence thing. It seems like totally ridiculous. Um, Now, what's the goriest movie you've ever seen? Um, You know, maybe... I don't know, like Texas Chainsaw, the first one. Now, now I remember when the... I, do, do you remember the scene in the first one where Leatherface gets the chick and puts her up on the meat hook? Mm-hmm. That was, to me, yeah. then... And I mean, I was a little kid growing up in Texas watching that, and that was uh, way out there. I remember when I watched... Uh, uh, I was probably six or seven years old, and I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. And it was the one where the guy... the. It was either a guy or a chick just started bleeding like crazy while laying in a bed out of her stomach or something. Right. I remember I was eating oatmeal, and I have not been able to eat oatmeal since. Doesn't, isn't there a scene where the oatmeal come, or the blood comes out of the oatmeal? 
Maybe. I think there's something involved with that, too. I know there's a movie where there's blood and oatmeal mixed. Yeah, there might be. Listen, I prefer the Leprechaun movies myself. <laughs> and try, uh, back, try Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Not Leprechaun in the Hood, but... When he goes oh, back yeah, to the hood. Back to the hood, that's good, man. <laughs> also, I hate Quentin Tarantino. Good show, man. Thank you. I tried to find that... Uh, I love him. ...that back to the hood leprechaun thing, and it sent me to Planet of the Apes. Oh, come means. on. That's just wrong, Walmart.com. Um... See, I don't understand the hate for Quentin Tarantino. I think he's great. Yeah. I, I just rewatched Pulp Fiction just a couple of days ago, and it is... It is. Just, it holds up. I think it's going to be a movie that always holds up. I couldn't get myself to go see uh, Kill Bill or Kill Bill Two. I didn't completely buy the hype on those. They were okay. I thought they were good. I'm not a big fan of the kung fu though. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not either. And um, it's great. Tarantino is like so. He's like he's black. He's like the whitest black man I know. Because, you know, a lot of his stuff is very much involved with, like, the community. He brings, like, racial stuff into mm-hmm. it. A lot of his stuff, too. I mean, remember in Pulp Fiction, the N-bomb is dropped so much. Yeah, dead end storage. Yeah. Because storing dead ends ain't my business, man. And you're just, I'm, I'm watching this, I'm like, wow. You know? <laughs> no, uh, Quentin Tarantino, uh, blacker than Bill Clinton. There's no doubt about it. How about Blacker Than Cosby? No. No. And he loves Kung Fu. You notice black folks love Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm not as black as I thought I was. Ladies first in the hideout. Hey, hideout, your on-screen phone calls. Crystal in Orlando, you're next up. What you got, Crystal? Hey, hideout. Hey, how you doing? All right. Um, That blood in the oatmeal thing, I heard you guys talking about that. That's from The Golden Child. Ah, yes, The Golden Child. I don't think I've ever seen that. You haven't seen The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a great call on that. I'm here. <laughs> I don't even know what was... I forgot I forgot about that, but that's a very good call. Hey, give Crystal a prize. You, uh, hold on a second, Crystal. Yeah, there's no way we would have been able to pull that one out. The Golden Child is where that blood and the oatmeal is from, and that's scary. Well, he was in a horror movie back then? It wasn't really a horror movie. It was more of a... Well, I guess the, the devil was involved a little bit. What was that little that vampire one he did? Uh, vampire in uh, Brooklyn. Vampire. In, oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's a bad movie, but for some reason you have to watch it all the way through every time it comes on. Our man Albert tells me that Tarantino is dating Shar Jackson, Kevin Federline's ex. Hey, let's come back with that Federline joint. And we talk to Mark Saint Amant here in a second. Unscreen phone calls here in the hideout. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Could you still hear that even though I turned off my yeah, mic? I could at least. Sorry. Hey, hideout. Ronnie on the turnpike. You're next up. What you got, Ronnie? Hey, how you doing? All right, buddy. Uh, am I on the air? Yes, You're on you the are. Air. All right. Hey, I'm calling you about the Walmart thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a computer programmer. I do web programming. Yeah. And you know, ninety nine percent of the cases, what happens is uh, the system will. Uh, give you recommendations based on what other other people bought. They bought that same movie. Yeah. So somebody bought, you know, Planet of the Apes together with uh, another movie, or more than one person, and somehow the system will tie the two. So but it was it was a it was a system error more than a human error. Well, someone... it doesn't even sound like it was an error if that's the way it really happened. I yeah. don't think it was a human error at all. At all. I don't think it was on purpose. 
Right. It was just some automatic thing, you know. And I know Walmart, too, and thank you for that info, Ronnie. I know that Walmart is just in shock, and they're taking a beating right now as it is, and they're horrified <laughs> over the fact that this happened. And this is one of the few times that, for Walmart, I kind of feel bad a little bit. Yeah, now it feels like piling mm-hmm. on. But at the same time, oh, dude, right, we, we're, at, we're up on a break, aren't we? Well, hey, good job. Hey, hideout. It's catching on. You guys are doing a good job. Uh, 407-916-1041 or 888-978-1041. Something we just started um, here in the new year. It's your unscreened phone calls. We'll set the table, and you run with it. We'll take a break and come back in the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, open door policy from 10 to 11 tonight. Also, remember our buddies, uh, Heretic Bong Swap, Matt, if you're out and about looking for something, want to support some local music. Bong Swap Matt over at the back booth with about all the bands. Make sure you let them know you're there to see Bong Swap Matt's band, Cover the Sun. Cover the Sun is the name of the band. And uh, help out a, a heretic. And actually, really good music, too. Mm-hmm. So go check it out. Oh, that's over at the back booth tonight. Um, Dubs, tomorrow I am headed down to Tampa as I will be watching from the sidelines uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington Redskins. Say a spoon for me. I actually I will. So Cameron uh, Gray, XPD, and the producer for Redskins Radio hooked the brother up with some press passes. So I'm gonna go hang out with everybody down there. But it is the beginning of um, NFL football playoffs. Uh, that starts tomorrow. And joining us in the hideout, it is Friday. No more um, no more fantasy football. We talk to him nonetheless because he's a really good friend. That's our buddy Mark St. Amont from ESPN Classic, thesportsrag.com, and committed confessions of a fantasy football junkie. What's going on, Mark? Gentlemen, how you doing? Outstanding. How were your holidays? Good. They were great. They were great. How were your uh, non-denominational <laughs> winter holidays of choice? Uh, sunny and 75. So, oh. <laughs> so uh, perfect. Every time. You guys uh, get me with that every time, don't you? Now, we didn't uh, get to talk to you at the end of the fantasy football season. With you, how did you do in your leagues? No, we did not. I uh, I suffered the same fate I've, I have for the last couple of years. I, I steamrolled through the regular season, mm-hmm. and I was uh, hijacked in Week 15 semifinals this year by Larry. Larry Johnson. Uh, wow. Larry, Larry Johnson, it just he, you know, he's inhuman. Right. I don't know what happened to that guy down the stretch? But he, uh, he knocked, he pretty much single-handedly knocked me out. So it was a good year. Came in third, won some cash, and uh, you know, had a good time. So that's very good. Now let's look forward to the, the to the playoffs. Yeah, and, and there is plenty of playoff fantasy. So uh, this people who who can't give up the Jones cold turkey, uh, you know, there's playoff fantasy is always a good way to go. Do you oh, just, is there really? Do you, oh yeah. You draft players uh, who are left in the playoffs. Yeah, or what? basically it's, it's sort of uh, you know total points. You draft and pretty much draft and hold them. The majority of the leagues are like this. You draft and hold, say. You know, depending on the number of teams, but you do one receiver, two running backs. Uh, I mean, sorry, one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, and like a a flex player that can be any position. I uh, have no idea. Our league about does that. it, and it's total points. You draft and hold, and uh, you know you have to sort of decide: do you take take a zero on a week with like a Peyton, or do you uh, sort of sort of bet on a wild card and uh, um, that 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 you think might have three or four games in them? Like you yeah, know, say that the could Panthers get interesting. Or, Tampa or somebody, you know. Maybe we do that next year, Dubs. Hey, uh, Mark Sanamont, uh, join us, ESPN Classic, uh, uh, thesportsrag.com. The loser of our fantasy football league, and he'll have to do 17 stunts in one night, was Tuttle. Because he got the <laughs> fewest points, so he has to do all 17 stunts. But um, tomorrow I'm going down to the Bucks and Skins game. Right, I heard, I heard. Uh, who do you see winning that one? 
I actually, I actually see Tampa taking that. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be another slugfest. I think it's going to be a little lower scoring than last time. I think, but um, Washington's definitely on the hot streak. Um, but they're a little banged up. They're, I, I think, um, I think it's. I saw tonight on ESPN that that Springs. No, is it Rogers or Springs? One of the guys. One of their their their. Uh, I think it's Springs. Guys, yeah, is out. So um, that's going to open things up for Galloway a little bit. I just I just think Tampa's going to. They're you know they, they've only they've only had one really bad rush rushing game against them. Um, this year, and, and even though Portis has been running well, I think Tampa's going to clamp down on, on the rush and, uh, and and hold them. I see like a you know a twenty twenty six you know twenty type game or you know twenty four seventeen type game. Who do you see coming out of each division? So basically, Super Bowl. Who is it? Yeah, this is. I mean, the NFC is an absolute crapshoot. I mean, I I, I do think Seattle's going to survive though, just just because you know they'll get the games at home. They. They seem just to have the most the most balanced team. But and they're I fairly mean, healthy, aren't they? I'm sorry. They're fairly healthy too. And they are. Yeah, they're they're healthy. They rested their guys. They have Daryl Jackson coming back. Um, you know, they're gonna have all their weapons. Sean, Sean Alexander is just a beast. Um, but they, you know, I mean, it, it's a really wacky year in the NFC, as you guys know. And 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 you know, a team like Chicago could pull a, a Ravens and run the table. You know, who knows? I don't. I don't personally. I don't see it. I don't see them getting past Seattle. But they could. Uh, they could at least make it to the NFC Championship with that defense. Um, in the, the the AFC is also really really interesting because first of all I think people are are automatically handing Pittsburgh this game um, in Cincinnati and I just don't see that happening. No, we do that. I think Cincinnati's got a great shot. Yeah, you know, I mean, pe- people see the, the the loss to the Bills down the stretch uh, on the Bengals' part and they see you know Pittsburgh beating up on teams, but you know, I mean, well, look at it. it. Pittsburgh beat up on Detroit. It was, and they didn't really beat up on them that bad. They were giving up a lot of points to a very weak Detroit offense. Yeah, they uh, Detroit was close. You know, they 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 sort of dec- they decimated Cleveland, but. You know, I mean, if if it's going to turn into a shootout, which I I think it is. I mean, I think people think that it's going to be a, a sort of cold weather smash mouth type game, but that that's what Pittsburgh will try to do with Parker and Bettis. But I, I think if it gets into a shooting match, which I think it's going to, I think Palmer's going to pick apart that small uh, secondary. Johnson mm-hmm. Hushman Zeta can run over those guys. So um, I don't know. I I I want I wanted I would love to say New England. Um, but the the team that I think is really really scary that no one seems to be talking about is Denver. Um, they everyone is is sort of handing it to to Indianapolis and and people are relying on New England's experience and that's you know for good reason. But I, I think the team that actually could end up coming out of the AFC is Denver. Here's so what it's going to be: it's going to be Chicago, Indianapolis. Really, I think Seattle, Indy. I don't think Seattle makes it all the way. That's just me. I think Chicago will be that surprise team. I just remember watching them a couple of weekends ago. Rex Grossman opens it up a little bit more. They got the running game. It's true. And the yeah. defense can clamp down. Yeah. Basically, a, you're going to have, what, Erlacher versus Alexander. Yeah, pretty much. And what's funny is you can – this is one of those weird years that you can say pretty much any matchup and no one can say, no, that will never happen. I mean, you, you could easily say, you know what, it's going to be the, the red skit – well, maybe not the Jaguars – Although they're gonna, I think they're gonna give the Patriots a little, little more trouble because they got those, those giant receivers and the Patriots have. The yeah, I think worse. I don't think they're they're giving uh, Jacksonville as much credit as they deserve either. I, I, no. agree, I agree. Here's the thing. I disagree with you. I think the Skins are gonna win, and I uh, I see I see Jacksonville also coming. I just to me the Bucks are too young. I would love it if Jacksonville won. Yeah, just well to get that, New England out early. I mean, no, Homer sorry. Homer glasses. <laughs> 
off. You know, I don't, I don't um, even even taking the Homer hat off. I don't see that happening. Just because, I mean, you look at who Jacksonville beat down the stretch. It was like it was it was like San Francisco, Houston twice, Tennessee. Like they were beating up on some really bad teams. And that's not to say they don't have a tough team. They got a good, you know, a good interior run defense. And um, I just don't. I think they're a little banged up at at some key positions like Leftwich and. I don't see them coming out of New England. But like I said, I think the team that scares me the most is Denver. I know, I know it's never too early. I mean, but you kind of look at some of – who was the biggest disappointment as far as fantasy football goes this year? Biggest healthy disappointment? I think, um, God, Jamal – you got to put Jamal Lewis up there. Yeah. I mean, he was he was pretty much healthy all year. I mean, he's, he was banged up like a lot of players get. But um, he was he was probably the biggest healthy disappointment. Um but disappointments overall, you got to put. I mean, Culpepper was disappointing even before he got hurt. Deuce McAllister and, and McAllister. I mean, that that was uh, that was you know a lot was injury related, but he he wasn't running all that great before he went down. Mm. How about T O? Um, I guess T O as far as healthy too. Yeah. T O as far as just you know submarining his whole season with uh, that that ridiculous. Uh, you know, it, it was. I, I mean, I, I think I got to blame Rosenhaus as much as T O, oh. but T O was was at least producing when he. When 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 he got suspended, um, Jamal Lewis. But but I think Culpepper was probably the single-handedly submarine the most teams because he was drafted so high in, in most leagues and mm-hmm. you know typically a typically a first round uh, you know early second round. How about biggest surprise coming out of fantasy football this year? Biggest surprise. I mean, I, I you can't. I don't think anyone who said that they saw Steve Smith doing what he did this year um, mm-hmm. uh, would would be uh, wouldn't be lying. You know, he, he. I think people forgot the kind of player he was before he got hurt, and and he was under the radar a little bit when he broke his leg. I, I think Steve Smith was was a huge surprise. Um, Tiki Barber, I think again, every year they write that guy off, and he just absolutely just just went nuts. Yeah, he's one of those guys you're like, oh. yeah, he can't do it again. Every year you're saying he can't do it again. He's not going to be able to. Do it. He's getting too old. Here's exactly. one. Here's a guy that I picked up maybe in the second or third week and ended up saving my ass so many times. Carson Palmer. Carson, how'd you pick him up in the second or third week? Uh, we have really dummies in our league. Uh, you see, it's people stunting. Yeah, but Carson Palmer was left out there, and I snatched him up. And wow. Um, all right, so who do you? I know it's it's early. Again, we're talking to Mark Saint-Amant. He's our fantasy football expert, our sports buddy on ESPN Classic. Also, too, he is on uh, thesportsrag.com. Has a great book, Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Who is the number one pick overall next year in fantasy football? Oh, next year. That's that's. A, I I still think right now. Well, you know what? A lot depends on Priest home situation. If if Priest is um, is not going to be a part of the picture, I think it's hands down Larry Johnson. Uh, you'll, you you do have to look at the offensive line situation there, though. That that if Shields and Rove come back, but if mm-hmm. if everything remains the same in KC and he's got the job, I think he's the number one. No LT. Um, no. If, what about well, Sean if, Alexander? How do you yeah. write off Sean Alexander? Yeah, I was say, if if Priest is back and he's going to be meddling into to Johnson's carries at all, I think again it's a toss up between Alexander and LT. You forget a little bit that that Alexander was playing for his, his big deal this year. So mm-hmm. I mean that's not to say he couldn't do it again. And you know they have a tremendous offensive line and a really balanced offense. But um, you know again you you can't you can't underestimate the motivation for that contract. Um, but yeah, if, if if Priest is gone, it's it's Johnson. If uh, if not, it's again it's, it's Alexander and LT. All right, final question for Mark Sandemont here in the Hyatt Adam Road Radio 104.1. Uh, let's see, it was what two nights ago, I guess, the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, is Vince Young of the uh, Longhorns if he comes out, is he the number one pick? Oh, that's tough. I I think he I think he did play himself into it if. 
it it obviously depends what what Houston does. I mean, they if they're if, if they're smart, I think they they should they need offensive line help, and if they could get a marquee offensive lineman uh, through free agency, keep Dominic and bring in the hometown boy and Vince and fill that stadium, that's probably the best thing for him. I think I yeah, I think you have to go with Vince Young if you're yeah. the Houston Texans. You're going to sell tickets. He exactly. could be he could run for governor in Texas. He <laughs> I, he, he owns that state now, and what's it is going to be interesting to see how that 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 very odd throwing motion translates to the pros. I mean, it's you, you got some bigger guys up there, you got some faster guys, but still, he's he's six five. He's he, you know, he's about the size of. I didn't realize he was six five. He's, he's huge. Six five two thirty three. He's a it's, monster. It's so funny. He's a combination of uh, Bush and Liner. I mean, yeah, if you think much. about it, I mean, he's mm-hmm. like he's a he's a combo. You're getting that. You're getting that. Uh, yeah, almost a two for one combo. You pick up on Young. Watching that game, though, the one guy who I think pop, really popped up more on, on fantasy players' radar is uh, Lindale White. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone knew about Bush. Everyone knew about – actually, you know, I think Leinart has really hurt himself by staying. That's a different subject. But um, I, I think I think uh, Lindale White's going to be – I could see Reggie Bush being, you know, a Michael Vick-like highlight reel guy, um, and he's going to have some tremendous – Tremendous uh, years, I think, in the NFL. But I think the guy who could be end up being more consistent, and this is sort of blasphemy, but uh, I think uh, it could be Lindo White. I think he could be a Jamal Lewis type back back when you know Jamal was good. How about Marcus Vick? Is he coming out this year? Actually, Marcus Vick just got kicked off of uh, the Vaught Tech team, team so, so uh, yeah, he's coming out then. Yeah, I I I, I hope there is going to be another overrated uh, glorified tailback <laughs> named Vic in the league. So that'll be great. I hear uh, the Detroit Lions are already looking to get him with the eighth pick. <laughs> so well, there well, he is. I, I'm hoping they're going to grab another receiver. <laughs> well, you never know. Uh, Mark Saint-Amant, fantasy football. Um, we'll chat some more playoffs next week if you want to. That, that sounds good. Digging it. Uh, check out. You got to get the book. Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. TheSportsRag.com, ESPN Classic, and you got the new book coming out this year, right? Um, yeah, that that should be. Uh, I'm just we're just starting to edit that now. That that should be out fall of six about the uh, my my kicking experiences on the, uh, the <laughs> inner city semi pro team. So it's uh, it's it's. I, I mean I'm I've, I enjoyed writing it. It's a fun. You know, well, I'll uh, I'll enjoy being embarrassed to read it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. You <laughs> both. All right, bud. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. See you. Uh, Take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, including the open door policy from 10 to 11. Heretics will come up. And Chunks will pay off uh, one of the three stunts owed for fantasy football. So that's 2500 uh, Maitland Center Parkway. 10 o'clock, we open up the doors. Before we get there, though, let's talk to uh, Hideout News Director Sagari the Prophet. Sagari! Good evening. How are you gentlemen tonight? Great. Standing. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Um, uh, one of the uh, news headlines today was Lou Rawls, 72, passed away today of cancer. Oh, Lou Rawls died. Oh. Were, you, I, um, were you a big Lou Rawls fan? Yes, I've been a big Lou Rawls fan for a long time. Oh. Uh, and it was cancer. What, what, what kind of cancer? They didn't say they just. I just said they'll maybe see any news. They just said he died of cancer. That's really sad. Why do you think their cancer is out there? What do you think the cancer is? Uh, I don't know. I, is that the devil? It could be the devil. The devil inside. Yes, sir. Devil inside. The the devil inside. What else is going on, Gary? Uh, they're still investigating that. Did the uh, devil go down to his prostate? Uh, no, actually, it was down to Georgia. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
the miners, they're still investigating that accident that happened, just happened. I hear the one guy who survived, though, is getting better. Yes, sir. So, uh, we need to pray for him. <laughs> that's true. Uh, one of the 13 prayers was heard, so that's actually that's great news. Yes, sir. So, Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday praying? Lord willing, it's coming Sunday morning at 10.30. I'll be at New Hope Primitive Baptist Church on Miller and Dillard Street in Garden, just past Ace Hardware. Where the Baptist pastor and the public invited to grab over the one. So, Gary, can you do me a favor? Yes, sir. I want you to have a great weekend. You have a good weekend. I'll talk to you Monday night, Lord's woman. All right, buddy. God bless you. Have a good evening. Man, the Lord really uh... works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Well, no, he's got to be willing a lot. Yeah. Is he sick or something? Or because he said Lord willing like five times tonight. I didn't think to ask that. You know, mm. Now I'm gonna be really sad. We should start telling Sir Gary we love him. We really do. Instead of like, you know, act like he's our dad. Mm-hmm. How about from now on we just make up the bit of uh, Sir Gary is uh, Gibbs's uncle, and just from now on we'll say it's Gibbs's uncle Sir Gary. I like that. And I guarantee at some point in the future, be like, hey, did you hear that uh, Sir Gary's nephew is uh, interning for the hideout? Oh yeah, and don't forget Tiffany's my girlfriend. Tiffany from the Monsters. Um, and Chunks is gay. And that one's true. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. So West 2 dubs mm-hmm. here locally did a uh, a very serious piece of uh, investigative journalism on milk. And... Uh, I just, Good. I want to play. I'm I'm glad that someone's t- finally taking milk and bringing it down a few pegs. I've been looking at milk, saying, "Milk, you are so cocky." Here it is. Someone really needs to take you down. Here's some wesh too. Teens and tweens are calling good old-fashioned milk cool. In Seminole County, jazzy new plastic chugs have replaced those old-style milk cartons, and now more kids are moving back to milk. Westy's Greg Fox tells us that. I hate that. I hate wacky wordplay on the news. Moving on over. (laughs) Restarted, Chucks. Asses. Teens and tweens are calling good old-fashioned milk cool. In Seminole County, jazzy new plastic chugs have replaced those old-style milk cartons, and now more kids are moving back to milk. (laughs) Westy's Greg Fox tells us that could pay off with healthier kids. Milk. Chocolate milk? At Millennium Middle School, this little chug is a big hit. You like it? Yeah, I do. Chocolate milk. Strawberry. To get kids away from soda and other sugary drinks, the Seminole County School District made a switch. Out with the old-style milk cartons, in with the snazzy new chug. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm surprised they didn't say in with the moo. Out with the old, in with the moo. <laughs> <laughs> Go to hell. Which competes better with the junk drinks. Studies show that calcium actually helps with weight loss. So drinking milk versus soda is definitely a healthy choice. Drinking a big gallon of milk is better than drinking water. Like, like the isn't that the fattiest? Isn't yeah. that the only like liquid with fat in it? They're talking about chocolate milk too. Yeah, that's like you. <laughs> It's like the, almost the equivalent of drinking the uh, leftovers from the Foreman Grill and just pouring that into your mouth. Ooh. I do that. Elementary school kids are also seeing the new containers in their schools, but they were already big-time milk drinkers. The real challenge was getting older kids to buy into the new-look milk. All right, Swami says this drink is moving her to tears. 
It's working. Middle and high school milk consumption is up 348%. And it's up double digits in elementary schools since summer. And milk is probably the best thing you could drink here. Celebs. No, how about water? Why don't you try to mix in a little water, possibly even juice? And drink skim, not the big red cap. Duff and Andy Roddick aside, most kids like the new containers most because they're easy to open. The cartons that get all... What's with him dragging out everything he says? Easy to open. Moving in. Soggy and they're harder to open, but the plastic ones are a lot neater. They're easier to open. Okay. I, do you hear what, can you rewind it a little bit? This little girl is complaining about the fact that the cartons are hard to open. I just can't get it. And she's it like says, in the sixth grade. It says, pull tabs and squeeze. I can't get it. Oh, that's too tough. What are we raising in this world? I don't like to burn the calories. Mm-hmm. I don't like to work for my food. Why don't you just pour it on my stomach and let it soak in? Uh, can I intake the milk uh, through osmosis? Leave your dad's room with a milk mustache. Plastic ones are a lot neater. They're easier to open. I couldn't ever get the little carton thing to open. All right, hold on a second. If you can't get the carton open, you don't need to graduate from the fifth grade. It's just like when people were trying to open those Capri Suns, and the retard would always jam the jam the straw all the way through the way, bottom. All the way through it. And then, and then, like, put it up to their mouth, shotgunning the Capri Sun. <laughs> I don't want to lose it all. I've already got enough lost in my lap. Get little Jesus. flakes of cardboard in there. And yeah. How'd you like to drink that? No. The big increase in drinking milk is causing an enviable problem for T.G. Lee, bottling it fast enough to keep it in cafeteria. Oh, no. In Seminole County, Greg Fox, West 2 News. Make it look cool and they'll drink it. Some about being chuggable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. They just like it being called a chug. Orange County is the only other county in, the, in Central Florida to switch to the plastic milk chugs, and it's seen 25 to 50 percent more kids drinking milk in middle and high schools. Now, these containers are not offered in elementary schools because they cost the district about a dime per container more than cartons. Don't be a coward. Drink our milk. Uh. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dale in Summerfield, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Dale? Hey, how's it going? Uh, hey, you said they're getting rid of milk because they're, uh, or they want to give them milk to replace drinking sodas and stuff. My wife is an insulin-dependent diabetic, and she takes milk to raise her sugar. Yeah, I mean, it's... When Sugar as well. To me, Dale, milk is probably the most uh, one of the most unhealthy things that you can put into your body. I find it <laughs> utterly ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You you go right for the news. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I hate puns. Unless I'm doing them. Bart, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, Dubs, don't have a cow, man. Don't have a cow. Bastard. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. That last call was a moron. <laughs> hey, now, and the, 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 the worst. here's the other thing, too. I mean, just even the whole idea of milk. Should I? Should you be drinking another animal's milk when it comes down to it? Doesn't that just kind of seem wrong? You're, you're saying you'd rather drink uh, human breast milk? I mean, that seems more natural. It does seem more natural than drinking a cow's cow's milk or even goat milk or any of that. It just doesn't seem particularly right. We should put puns out to pasture. 
Eyes. <laughs> Jack and Daytona, you're in the hideout. Yeah, what's wrong with chocolate milk? Man, chocolate milk ruled. I remember paying a quarter for that thing, and I'm, I bet you I drank like four of them during the day. How much do you weigh now? Uh, I'm 160 now. Well, then maybe that's the thing. Maybe if you drink milk, you won't grow up to be a fat ass. I doubt it, though. I mean, with all the the, the stuff they put in cows anymore and what they feed them, and, and it just anything, anything you eat anymore. You heard what that that one girl said that drinking milk actually helps you lose weight. Uh, no, that's not possible. I've I've known so many people who drink the Red Cap, just fat asses, just really large people. Drink. I'm still pissed off over the pun. Hey man, what's your beef? <laughs> now you know. Here's the thing too about the anchor. You know the anchor doesn't want to read that. Oh, you know she does. She's like, oh, that's a cute line. We'll go with it. You know she does. She's as corny as the rest of them. Marcus and Orman, you're in the hideout. Yeah, how's it going, man? Yo. Yo. Uh, milk, it, it definitely does not do the body good. It's very swag. You, do you know that we are the only species that, that drinks another species' milk? It, I'm telling you, that's why it doesn't seem right to me, the whole it's idea not. of it. You um, drink rice milk, soy milk, almond milk, or something like that. Oh, screw that. Water. Let's just live off of yeah. water. Well, sure, but you got to get your calcium and your nutrients somehow. Unless you're taking multivitamins, you know. No, uh, Red Bull. Gonna... Red Bull has vitamins. That's where you get it. <laughs> Red Bull. It's a hideout. Give your wings. Real Radio 104.1. Open door policy to no 11 tonight. Come on up to the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout if you want to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, this is according to the Washington Post. This is a study that came out uh, uh, about the middle of last year. Children who drink more than three servings of milk a day are prone to become overweight, uh, be prone to become overweight, according to a large new study that undermines the heavily advertised dairy industry claim that milk helps people lose weight. I can't imagine why it would. I don't know how it would. Didn't all the old commercials used to show like a young kid drinking milk and then he'd be buff? Oh, yeah. Like as an older as yeah, an he adult? Yeah, he was just downing uh, milk and uh, it showed him growing up and every year he was just more fit. Like all of a sudden he was muscular. It's probably because all the roids they're pumping into the uh, cow. Somehow that gets back to you. For some reason it goes on the women in the upper crotch region. That's what happens. They stored it. They stored. Oh God! I have to pee. <laughs> they store it in their utter area. I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Oh. Uh. So, hey, so speaking of milk, actually, we'll tie it all together. Um, we were talking about Vince Young. Mm-hmm. And uh, Longhorns quarterback going probably number one overall, I think. And then the milk, um, just real in-depth uh, news story on West too. And the Longhorns are on the cover of the Wheaties box. Hmm. Now it's because of the win in the Rose Bowl in the national championship. Dubs, the question is, who the hell eats Wheaties? Or cereal? Period. Uh, you know how long it's been since I've been down the cereal aisle. Is that an aisle you skip? Now? At what mm -hmm. point in your life do you skip? I think. When you become halfway an adult, you don't go down the cereal aisle anymore. 
I just went shopping today, and that's actually the aisle that I look forward to. Really? I hang out in the cereal aisle for the longest time. Because well, there's kids there. Yeah, for the children. No, it's just me on the aisle. Here, come You're here. the only one in the aisle? Come on, no, I mean in the no, I'm not waiting for anyone. Follow Uncle Darone, <laughs> and I'll get you these Apple Jacks. Touch my cocoa puff. <laughs> you want to see, see a Cheerio? Let me see your Fruit Loops. <laughs> That's that was my name in high school. <laughs> <laughs> fruit Loop. Are <laughs> right, you eat cereal all the time, Tommy? Yeah. What's your what's your favorite cereal? It switches uh, by month, just like my favorite desserts. Right now I'm in the peppermint patties and. Uh, <laughs> oh, congratulations! Well, last month it was just uh, plain chocolate. What, what's your uh, cereal right now? Right now it actually is Fruit Loops. Hmm. I can't stand a Fruit Loop. Well, Darone, he's okay sometimes. He helps out. It's strange too. Like Tommy will only have one or two bowls from the box, I guess, of the cereal of that week, and then he just leaves the box in there for like months. I don't, it, he does it with uh, potato chips too. You know, I'll eat the hell out of some Frankenberries though. The last cereal I bought was probably about three months ago. Honey Oats. I think yeah, Honey Oats. I think is what it was. What were, what were the uh, cereals that you liked as a kid? Uh, Sugar Golden Crisp was epic. Yeah, Honey Bunches of O's was the one that I really, like about three months ago, I got into. Do you guys remember that one, uh, I think it was Hidden Bears? It might have been either a cereal or an oatmeal, but like when you poured it, it looked like normal. But when you uh, either heated it up or put milk on it, uh, like the bears formed in it, and you could see the bears, and they're actually like these chewy gummy things. What the hell? Do you remember those? I had no idea about this. It's like you're, like you're on acid or they something. They were the worst ever. It tastes like ass. Do they talk to you? No. I wish. That would have made it worth it. That would have had a friend. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout on the road radio. What do you got, John? I'm not sitting there eating hidden bears. Go ahead, John. Hey, uh, I just had a quick, uh, quick fact I wanted to point out to you guys that everybody says that milk, you know, it, it builds healthier bones and all mm-hmm. that. Then why are humans... The only mammals that drink milk past infancy. Oh, I didn't even think of that either. And I, I see every animal with healthy bones. Absolutely. I don't see a I don't see a tiger walking in the woods and just tripping and breaking his hip. <laughs> no, that's actually that's a very good point. Yeah, we're breaking bones all the time. I don't think it has anything to do with anything like that. Thank you, John. All right, what was your favorite cereal? What were some of those good cereals you grew up with? I what? loved Kabooms. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four. And what's Kabooms? Kabooms had the uh, the the clown on the front, and like they're all like these different circus shapes, very sugary, very marshmallowy. But the marshmallows were really hard. I was a big fan of the fruity pebbles because they had Fred Flintstone. Is everything with you a fruit? They had Fred Flintstone involved, so it was a cartoon character you could relate no. with. You're eating a, you're eating the daughter. That's what you're doing. Pebbles. I guess I was. All right. Matt Albert says two things about the cereal aisle the Rhone loves. All the sugary cereals are eye level uh, for kids, and so is his exposed junk. <laughs> they're, looking, they're looking at one of those cheap bags of cereal. They, were, they look over and they see his yam bag. So dirty. <laughs> 407 916. All right, you know, another one, I, I did dig Apple Jacks. Mm-hmm. Apple Jacks are definitely good. I like Cinnamon Life, too. Did you ever have anything, like, healthy? Uh, you know what was wor- the I did. awful? 
the uh, I didn't like the fruity pebbles at all, or the Dino pebbles, or any of that. Cocoa puffs. Not not cocoa co- crispy. Cocoa crispy was where it was at. And then you drink the milk afterwards. Mm-hmm. Anything that you could flavor that milk with. And you know what I did? You know what I really loved? Uh, the uh, the Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. Save all the Crunch Berries for last. Then you eat all the Crunch Berries and then you drink the colored milk. All right, don't be racist. Came out of a brown cow. Did you guys ever used to get excited, uh, like, about the, the prizes and cereals? Like, if you saw something on TV? Oh, I, I, and then you get yelled at for putting your big, filthy paw in there and digging out that little piece of crap. As soon as you got it, too, you couldn't wait. Mm-mm. But that or you'd eat cereal for every meal for a day and a half just to get to the stupid prize. Remember the Mr. T cereal? What? Yeah, they had in the Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. I didn't know they had Mr. T cereal. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was real. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Haley in Orlando. What do you got, Haley? Hi. My favorite cereal is Alphabets. Alphabets, yes. Remember that one? Yeah, they were, uh, they were like little uh, like uh, regular cereal uh, things with a little, uh, the sugar on them, and then they had Alphabets with mushroom, uh, uh, marshmallows. Well, I, I can't find it anywhere. I think they discontinued it. Bastards. And if any of your listeners know where I can find it, <laughs> I appreciate it. eBay. I bet it's on eBay. Uh, uh, actually, Haley. actually, there are online stores where you can go and get like any kind of old cereal or whatever you want because a lot of the things that you can't find around here anymore, you'll be able to find in the Midwest or over in the Southeast or whatever. Uh, We're in the Southeast. Oh, whatever. You, where you can find <laughs> you can find it wherever. You know, they just have them regionalized now on the places they still do good. 407-916-1041, That is one thing that I did notice hanging out in the cereal aisle. They actually will have signs that say, uh, being discontinued by now. So I guess that's a common thing with cereal is they, they sell them for a while and they stop. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt Albert says colored milk only has two-thirds of the nutritional value as white milk. <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> And the vitamins don't work as well. Oh, come on. <laughs> David on the Palm Coast, you're the hideout over the radio. What do you got, David? How you guys doing? Great show. Thank you, buddy. Hey, um, they were talking, they were saying that all the uh, kids' cereal, um, or, yeah, the kids is on the second uh, level. Uh-huh. And I, I read somewhere that they did a study that all the kids' cereals, if you think about all the kids' cereals, they have pictures of a person on there, correct? Mm-hmm. King with Vitamin. The eyes, with the eyes. And then if you, um, I mean, I've done it myself, right? After I read it, I went into the cereal aisle and got down to a kid's level, and all the eyes are looking like, hey, they're looking at me, they're looking at me, this is the cereal that I want to get. You know, hey, Captain Crunch is looking at me, or, you know, Crunchberry's looking at me, so but this is the Captain Now, that's the guy hanging out in the cereal aisle, not, not me. No, no, he said he saw a study on it. Hey, thank you, Dave. Now, here's the thing, too. Captain Crunch was creepy as hell. I... Like as a kid, I never fell for any of that. But I, but there is so much intense marketing that goes behind this. Have you ever noticed Captain Crunch? There's no line where his hat is. It's like his hat becomes part of his head. It's odd. I've never even looked at that before. Walt in Orlando, you're in the hideout. We got Walt. Hey guys. Hey dude. I thought the uh, most interesting marketing ploy was the cheap Captain Crunch, which was King Vitamin. It made it yep. sound like it was a healthy cereal. Mm-hmm. I did King Vitamin, and it had like an actual guy, not like a cartoon guy on it. It was an actual guy on the front dressed as a king. Exactly. I, they I, think you're eating something healthy. That is that is so funny. Thank you, Walt. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 
1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We'll run through a couple of these phone calls and get back to the... Uh, some of these serials do, especially like around cartoons that I, I had completely forgotten about. First lady's first in the hideout, Eve in Orlando. You're next up. What's up, Eve? Hi. I, I had um, just something to say about the milk, and then I had a question about the name of your show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to... I used to be a musician, and I used to play down in Key West all the time, and they had this really cool um, bar. It was off of Duval, but kind of hidden, and it was called The Hideout, mm-hmm. and all the cool people would go there. I just wonder if you had anything to do with that, like if you guys were down there, and that's how you got your name or something. Uh, actually, no, but this is where all the cool people go now. Yeah, this yeah. Is, it's the open door, and that's where everybody hangs out. Now, honestly, here's, the, here's how the name The Hideout came about. When we were up uh, getting our show up in D.C., I needed something that rhymed with El Jefe. And so uh, El Jefe's hideout, and that's honestly how it came about. Then the whole like, uh, like aura of it became like building around it once we had a name, but nothing to do with anything in the Palm Coast. But that is interesting. Okay, well, it's, I don't even. It may, I haven't been to the Keys in about three or four years. I don't know if it's still there, but I thought that might be a connection. But anyway, about the milk, I have to tell you this: what people don't even realize is something you kind of touched on earlier. When you're drinking milk that's not organic. You are getting every single bit of that steroid, and you were talking about mm-hmm. cancer too that they put in those cows. Cancer and the steroids have like a deep connection, and you, milk is horrible for you. You know, I I am buying that more and more and more that just all of the nasty hormones and extra stuff that we're putting into our food mm-hmm. has a lot to do with the cancers that it we're all does. getting now. I and you know because you didn't really have I, I don't know it seems like cancer is just really blown blown up and it's huge like in the last I don't know 100 years or so we started really processing I could be wrong no you're right I, my dad has a, a master's and bachelor's degree and um, physically he's been on the cover of muscle fitness I'm not going to mention any names like five times nice and so I know a lot about nutrition and that is it, it's just any meat that's not organic any milk or any dairy if it's organic if you don't eat too much of it it's not too bad for you but if, if you're eating just on stuff they sell you at the store and it doesn't say organic you're just putting oh uh, you're putting so much stuff in your body i appreciate the call you thank you sweetie all right 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 mark and Ormond beach you're in the hideout yeah what's up man what she said exactly i was going to say the same exact thing about organic and like milk of course that's so obvious i mean i've got pictures of cows man that would disgust you you've probably seen these white vegan Pamphlets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I think they're freaks too, but that's just because they're kind of weird. But okay. More Another than thing on the football tip: my mom used to be a cheerleader for the Chiefs back in the mid '60s. Kind of a crazy tidbit. You want to bring her up here so we're gonna all gangbang her in the prod room? Uh, I think I'll pass on that one. Maybe she'll play an accordion solo. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Um, and another thing, I, I called this radio show this morning. It, 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 I guess it's on this uh, this rock station. I guess it's O Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this gentleman, he thinks he's really cool. <laughs> All right, be nice. What he got? Okay, well, he 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 is kind of cool, but not as cool as he, he he makes himself out to be. All right, whatever. Okay. Anyways, listen. Mm-hmm. I love this guy. Well, I just want to send out a message to uh, the guy who loves Sublime and Beastie Boys. That uh, oh, Ryan Iray says that he's he's all right. Are we talking in code now? What is going <laughs> on here? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Um. So going back to the cereal, mm-hmm. I'm looking through this list that Chunks found because he's a great producer, <laughs> and there was Donkey Kong Crunch. Oh yes, you don't remember Donkey Kong Crunch? No idea. 
It had like the little barrels in it and everything. There was GI Joe cereal. Mm-hmm. Do you remember uh, Dunkin' Donuts cereal? Where there were little frosted donuts and it tasted like donuts? All right, here's one that I completely forgot about, but I know that I ate. Ghostbuster cereal. Ghostbuster cereal was great. Little uh, little uh, marshmallow slimers. What's another one? Gummy bear cereal. Yeah, chunks. I think uh, like Nintendo had a whole thing. I know yeah, they had Ninten- Zelda well, and Nintendo, Mario. Nintendo had uh, one cereal, but on one side it was uh, Mario, and uh, on the other side it was Zelda. Zelda was uh, yellow, uh, and uh, Mario was, I believe, blue. Son of a bitch, I forgot about this one. Nerds cereal. Ugh. Right after the nerd, and I had it once, and I thought it was awful. Oh, it was terrible. It was way too sugary. And nerds weren't even all that great. Literally, when you wanted a high as a kid, instead of doing crack, you did nerds. That and the pixie sticks. Remember the, uh, the oh, Pop-Tart cereal. No. Do you remember Pop-Tart cereal? They uh, looked like yeah. little Pop-Tarts. And they had like a little little frosting on them and everything. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal. Mm-hmm. Is this the un- oh Undercover Bears? Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah. I don't even know what the hell all this stuff is. You just gotta and then you know and then you you go to and it's the healthy ones and you're like I'm not interested like Tommy types to me. Uh, Raisin Bran was great with a half pound of sugar. <laughs> Well, even Cheerios are really good if you put a lot of sugar in it. Like no. regular Cheerios. Now, Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios you didn't add, need to add anything to. No. Good I would do that with, with all cereals, though, like Chex, Rice Krispies, um, all that stuff. Yeah, Chex. Even Frosted Flakes. You know what I liked? The Frosted Mini Wheats, if you left them for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Then I'm getting nice and soggy. Now it was like soup. Mm-hmm. Was there a Pokemon cereal? I'm sure. I think at one point. There probably still is. Mm-hmm. When are you guys ever forced to eat grape nuts? I love grape nuts. Grape nuts, you definitely had to let sit. Isolate it and cut out the grape. <laughs> yes? Was anyone else really annoyed that the rabbit from Tricks never got to eat the rabbit? Or it never got to eat the cereal? Every commercial, he was so close, he was one bite away. And the kids would snatch it out from under them. Yeah, it really teach, it taught kids on how to be uh, non-sharing pricks. Yeah, I mean, it was literally, it was upsetting, because you're like, oh, he'll finally get to eat his own cereal. Mm-hmm. He's on the cover every day, at least he should be able to get a, have a bite of it. Yeah, and on the other side, too, the leprechaun. I was trying to hide his lucky charms. Well, they're magically delicious, you have to. It's true. Wayne and Kissimmee. Oh, sorry, Wayne and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Wayne? I just wanted to call and let y'all know the best cereal ever is Count Chocula, followed by Booberry and Frankenberry. Mm-hmm. And, best cereal ever. And there were some other ones in there that they tried to roll out every once in a while. Like, uh, God, there was. This- oh, you know, uh, Miss Melinda types to me that she used to save up her money as a kid to buy Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. Actually, Alan and Te- uh, Yummy Mummy. Tallahassee, Alan, you're in the hideout. Yeah, man. How, how can you eat cookies for breakfast? And call that like a good breakfast, you know, food. I mean, come on. That's just because basically what you're doing is you're taking some chips of hoys and you're dunking them in milk, and that's what you're eating. <laughs> now, I'm looking at this list that Chunks got us, and there were Urkelos from Steve Urkel. I don't remember Urkelos. What do you think about that, Daron? 
I love nuts. <laughs> so screwed. <laughs> David Orange City, you're in the hideout. What you got, Dave? Hey, man, a couple of cereals uh, from my youth come to mind. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that uh, really god-awful Smurf cereal that was so bad. Mm-hmm. I never saw the Smurf cereal. And then you got this oh, nasty was, blue milk. Yeah, it was really bad. But uh, one that I remember that I really liked uh, was, uh, you remember Waffle-O's? Uh-huh. What were tasted the... like tasted like uh, waffles with maple syrup, and mm-hmm. then they had one that uh, was blueberry-flavored, too. All right, now, here, and thank you, Dave. More and more I'm learning about cereal. Just an awful, awful breakfast filled with nothing but sugar and uh, antibiotics from cows. Do you remember uh, Baron Von Redberry? No. Where he was a World War One pilot? Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> all right, if you're a parent, and you're, you should not be giving cereal to your kids. I think you cook them egg whites and some fruit. Other other than just this constant sugar and fat that you're giving them in the morning. I thought you were talking about the wrestler for a second. Baron Von Rasky, the guy oh. who did the claw at the time. <laughs> right, but this says on here there was a WWF cereal. Oh, yeah. WWF WrestleMania 7 cereal made by Purina. <laughs> <laughs> Dog food and, and wrestling cereal. That's all he made. It had Hulk Hogan on the cover. <laughs> it was essentially Captain Crunch is what they said in this uh, little list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of them were just rip-offs of other cereals. Just a different name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, you're in the hideout on radio. What do you got, Doug? What's up, hideout? Yo, yep. go. Hey, you guys remember um, Star Wars cereal? No, I never had Star Wars cereal. I'm about, I don't know, I'm a, I think I'm about the same age as you guys, 28. I remember very faintly being real young, and there being little C-3PO's. And I, for some <laughs> reason, I remember being the consistency of, like, Captain Crunch, but it didn't last very long. Um, You know what we ought to call? Hey, thank you, Doug. Well, we were up in Michigan, Kalamazoo. Um, mm-hmm. No, Battle Creek. Battle Creek, Cereal City. I bet the people there hate cereal. I could just imagine you no. probably do. Honestly, you can't not badmouth uh, cereal in Battle Creek. I'm sure you can't badmouth it. It's not smart because that's what keeps the city going. Well, everybody in that city loves it because that's where they work. Oh. That and the Jiffy Plant. This will have those other, like, knockoff spoofs there, like Flutie Flakes or, like, Gatoros. Flutie Flakes were, uh, were uh, Doug Flutie cereal. Yeah, but wasn't it just, like, Frosted Flakes? Yeah. Well, all the, all the name brands have a spinoff. Now, how about this? How pissed would you ever get if your mom is making you get the generic cereal? Oh, the bag. I want a box. I don't want a damn bag. Uh, I don't want Albertson cereal. I love nuts. Yeah, and all the names were slightly off in the generic ones. Like, no, they try and make it close. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it wasn't even that. I mean, sometimes it was just, like, Albertson cereal. Yeah. Albertson O's. And the bag must have really sucked, because the best thing about eating cereal... I love nuts. <laughs> the best thing about eating cereal was looking at the back of the box. They always had some sort of word hunt. Oh, yeah, there's always a game on there, you know, some... Oh, there was, uh... There was also uh, Where's Waldo cereal, and they had a Where's Waldo on the box. I remember how much, too, you just sit there reading the box mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Mom, why don't we ever send them the Betty Crocker points? I used to take them in the bathroom with me. What the hell? Yeah, when I had to go number two. Were you pooing in the box? No, but, you know, I'd probably use this toilet paper afterwards. I was going to say, would you use the bag inside as a uh, cleanup? You yeah, animal? Yes. Uh, let's take a break and come back. Hideout door prize blowout. Call right now and be a winner. Give a, a whole bunch of door prizes that we have to, uh, left to give away. And uh, the game is based around 
Me. My name is Hefe. In the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hold on, you'll get another shot. <laughs> Hank, for one second. It was senior year of high school, uh, October 6th, 1995. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, I t- in fact, it was also on homecoming. So we went to homecoming together. You're a bastard. And then her birthday, celebrated that, and I took her home, made out with her, and then met up with another chick and lost my virginity that night. Feel awful about it. Yeah, you sound like it. Did you stay with the girl? With the girlfriend, or should I say? Uh, with the chick that I lost to Virginia to? Yeah. No, your, no, your girlfriend. No, I broke up with her later. But I got with the one that ended up losing my virginity to. So I don't know if that helps straighten things out at all. No. Really? Hmm. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. My name is Hefe, and I lost my virginity on my girlfriend's birthday, but not with my girlfriend. That is true. All right, Randy, we'll give you another one on this. Okay. I punched the clown, or ran a batch, or manipulated myself, however you want to term it, in a porta potty at a nudist camp. Is no, that you, real or fake? You would never do that, have I? Is that uh, so? You say fake? No, I say fake. Uh, that's no, true. That's real too. What? Yeah. Uh, this is at uh, the Rock Station Q106 in Lansing. Uh, Hefe had. A appearance out there, and there's one hot chick out there he was talking to. At the time, I was married. Yeah, and he was married at the time, so he couldn't actually bang this hot chick in the nudist uh, colony. So he uh, went to a porta potty and ran a batch. Now, were you nude when you met her? No, I was not, because I did an appearance out there. So you were basically just a pervert, all in all, because he was clothed. Well, and running a batch. I was getting True. paid. I was getting paid. One, to... Once you run the batch, that makes you the pervert. Oh, there's no doubt. I have felt awful about this, but at the time, I'm even thinking, I'm going to have this story for the rest of my life. <laughs> Dude, I wanted I, I wanted to have sex so bad, and the chick was... Ba- she was like one of two chicks that was yeah. super hot. Oh, if you ever go to these newest colonies, normally... Ugh. It was in the back of the Q106 van, and she wanted to do it so bad. She wanted to do everything and i said i couldn't at the time i was married so i go over uh into the porta potty it's dark some yeah uh some band is playing like wolf steppenwolf steppenwolf is playing and i ran and a you're batch just, and you're just sniffing uh the porta potty stench while you're running one yeah I don't know I don't how know you how, can... yeah i don't know how you can maintain Dude, I was I was so it literally it took me about twenty seconds because I was so worked out. I guess the the urine on the floor makes it a little bit easier. Oh, that's uh, more to yeah. That's my thing. And don't mm-hmm. run me down. I'm not. I'm saying that helps. This that's actually, the only thing that does help though. This story reminds me of something from years ago where I was actually at home listening to him tell this story for the first time, and I was actually eating cereal, and I almost threw up a few <laughs> times, and I called in to scream at him to st- stop telling the story. Was this on the? Is this before you joined the show? Yeah, I was sitting there eating cereal, like, oh, this show's pretty funny, and then you start telling this story, and I, I literally start dry heaving. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, well, you just uh, you just tormented a new crop of people with it. So again, uh, based on the game, uh, or based on the show, my name is Earl, my name is Hefe, and I punched the client in a porta potty at a nudist camp. Disrespectful. Shut the hell up, you weirdo. <laughs> Someone had to clean that porta potty after you. At least a toilet, it just flushes. All right, ladies first True. in the hideout. Jennifer in Bellevue, you ready to play? Yep. All right, here we go. Is this real or fake? I pushed my little brother in the pool. He almost drowned, causing him not to step foot in the backyard without my mom. Is that real or fake? Um, I'll say that's real. 
Actually, that's false. Yeah. Uh, I made that one up. I'd never push my little brother into the pool. As, as crazy as I am, I wouldn't do that. Are right, you get a second chance? You ready? Okay. I told a, I once told a babysitter he deserved to lose his hand because he was an a-hole. Is that real or fake? That's real. Yeah, that is real. Uh, hold on. You're was the guy missing his hand already? Yeah, he had lost his hand. He was born without it, I think. Or he, like, lost it as a kid. His name was David, and he was, dude, he was an a-hole. And he tormented me all the time, and he was mad at the world because he lost his hand. And he was giving me crap one day, and I told him, dude, you deserve losing that hand. You're an a-hole. And then, so then, you know, it was no big deal, whatever. He punched me, and, you know, I went to bed. And then <laughs> he tells my mom. And my mom comes in and tells me, uh, you realize uh, David lost that in an accident. And you are now going to go to hell. <laughs> and I remember being a kid, I was maybe eight or nine, being devastated at the fact that she goes, no matter what you do from now on, you're going to go to hell. Like a good Catholic mom. <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, how dare you? How dare you uh, tell me I'm going to hell? And that guy's going to hell because he was beating me up all the time as my babysitter. Was he punching you or open-handing you? Or was oh, he no, just he was, beating you the stump? Yeah, he was beating me with the stump. <laughs> oh, you try growing up with that. Uh, so my name is Hefe, and I told the babysitter he deserved to lose his hand because he was an a-hole. Let's move on to who's next up as we play the game. Uh, J-Rock in Deltona. Yeah. You ready to play, Duke? Yeah, man. All right, here we go. I once got the stinky pinky from my roommate's girlfriend as my roommate was passed out drunk on the couch. Is that real or fake? That's real, man. Actually, no, that's fake. I uh, I never did uh. that with my buddy. But he, uh, my buddy's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> did it with a buddy. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Here's another one for you, J-Rock. Girlfriend. Um, I refused to go to my favorite cousin's wedding because I knew the marriage wouldn't last. Is that real or fake? That's fake. Actually, that's true. <laughs> I had a whore of a cousin, and she got knocked up, and she was going to get married. And I, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'll take care of the kids. I refuse to go to the wedding. I know it won't last. It's a shotgun wedding. I'm not going. Turns out she's still married, and I'm divorced. <laughs> so yeah, shows how much you know. Mm-hmm. So my name is Hefe, and I refuse to go to my favorite cousin's wedding because I knew the marriage wouldn't last. All right, let's move on to the game show. Next up, uh, Bill in Polk City. You're in the Hideout on Road Radio. You ready, Bill? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, nope. brother. Here we go. Uh, my name is Hefe is the name of the game. I once spit on Dubs' car one night after a bad show. Is that real or fake? Oh, that's got to be true. Actually, no. It was not after Dubs' car. It was not on Dubs' car. It was on Chunks' car. <laughs> uh, many a times I've spit on Chunks' car after a bad show. What the I hell? I can see you doing that, yeah. <laughs> so, actually, sorry about that. We'll give you another chance. Here we go. All right. I once paid $20 for cab fare so a radio whore could give me oral in a production room. Was that real or is that fake? Oh, yeah. I can see you doing that. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that is Fake. That's Shafee. No, it's not Shafee. It is another one of our radio friends, and I can't say who it is. Really? Ah. But that did actually happen. Oh, I know. I I, I know in, in Lansing, there was many times where uh, girls would call up wanting to come up, but they were too drunk. So they'd ask you to pay cab fare for them to come up and give you oral. And so this chick comes up to the studio... Um, 
And she didn't even tell us she needed a cab fare. She just came up. And she goes, oh, the cab's outside and he needs $20. And so my buddy was like, ah, all right, fine. And so he goes and pays the 20 bucks, And he gets oral first. Then someone from another station comes in and gets oral. <laughs> but actually, all right, so he gets oral first. And then I go in there. And started making out with her? Well, no. <laughs> and she starts giving me... Hold on. This is sick. This is such a dirty story. She starts giving me a lap dance, and she, like, takes off her undies, and then I notice stains. <laughs> what? On your pants? No, on her. Like, underwear. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you know what? Never mind. Don't worry about it. I remember. And then the other guy comes in, and the other guy comes in, gets oral, then has to drive her home, pulls over on the side of the road, tries to have sex with her, and she's like, no, I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> now, do you uh, do you remember when me and uh, Shapey were doing overnights and we were doing a panty drive, and we got these panties up there, this big brown crustacean growing oh, yes. in the crotchal area. <laughs> I think somewhere on tape, I have what you're about to talk about. I, this is what kind of stunt man I was, Chunks. I had to lick those panties. He, and he did. And I remember. You guys were uh, over at Bob Olson's house, weren't you? Now, here's the thing. You weren't, you guys weren't doing overnights. You guys no. had just done nights. Oh, yeah, you, we were on 7 to 11. And we were having the company, like, party over at the program director's house. <laughs> We're all jamming the Q106, and here's Shafee and Dubs, and Dubs licks these panties. Oh, God, no more. And Bob just turns to me and goes, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and I'm just laughing, dude. I'm dying. I think it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. That's so hot. All right, uh, to give people more of a chance to win, I only have two questions left, so we'll, uh, if we get it wrong, you're out, and I'll move on to the next person, because people have been waiting patiently. Uh, evil shenanigans in Longwood. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. Uh, I once honked and yelled at a car to go in a parking lot. Turns out the car was waiting for a person in a wheelchair to cross the path. Is that real yeah. or fake? That's definitely real. Yeah, that happened. And dude, I've done that plenty of times, too. <laughs> I'm sitting there, you know, in my car, and there's a big SUV in front of me. I think it's like at Walmart or Publix or you know, a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I'm honking. I'm like, hurry up. Come on. Move it. Move it. Move it. And then on the other side, I can see a wheelchair going by. And I'm just like, all right, I feel like the biggest ass in the world. And I didn't even go in. I didn't end up going in. I no, you go to a different store. store. Yeah. Because at that go- point, you don't want to see those people ever again. All right. So my name is Hefe. And I honked and yelled at a car to go in a parking lot. Turning out the car was waiting for a person in a wheelchair to cross the path. All right, final question. My name is Hefe in the Hyde Island World Radio 104.1. Who's been holding? All right, Dylan in Orlando, you're next up. You ready, Dylan? Yeah, I'm ready. I once used a friend's mouthwash <laughs> as a urinal in a drunken prank. Is that real or is that fake? I say real. Actually, that's fake. That's something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Now, I've used uh, shampoo bottles as urinals before uh, during, like, wrestling and everything. I just figure <laughs> mouthwash would be classic. And into some, like, Listerine or anything, you, you yeah, would never, never know. Tell. Yeah. 
But the funny thing was, uh, we would leave like a bottle of, uh, you know, shampoo and uh, me in the uh, <laughs> in the shower room for wrestling, and people would forget their shampoo or soap all the time. So they'd go in, they'd see, oh, someone left their shampoo in here, great. So we're just peeking around the corner while this guy's just pouring it on his head, and <laughs> he notices it's not the consistency it should be. Looks over, and we're just rolling on the floor laughing after. See, well, you added one step on your guys' wrestling team. Here, they would just do it to you while you're in the shower. Oh, we would do that, too. We, yeah, uh, it's repulsive. It was uh, P-Tag. Yeah, that's what they call it, I think. Mm-hmm. I was always it. All right, did you guys <laughs> like this game, My yeah. MSF? Here's what I would like to do. I'd like for each of you to come up with your version. Okay. So my name is Dubs, my name is Chunks, my name is Tommy, and uh, we'll we'll play it, you know, over the next few weeks here in uh, the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. I had a blast with that one. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back here to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is the weekend. <laughs> F.A. and Dubs coming up, uh, the open door policy, and Chunks pays off a stunt. If you've always wanted to see the inside of the Real Radio studio, now's your chance. We open up the doors to the compound at uh, 10 o'clock, and you come in and hang out with us. Um, it's always a good time. Yeah, definitely. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. Remind me that we have to do Gibbs' Guide yes. for the weekend. That has to get done before the weekend really begins. Um, all right, so I've come to a decision. And I'd like your support on it. Okay. And I'd like you to do everything possible to uh, to help me out. Okay. But it's gonna require some. It's gonna require some work on your part. No. Uh, he, can you at least wait and see what it is? Now, coming up no. in a second, you're gonna hear my air checks, mm-hmm. my old DJ tapes from uh, Michigan, and also from Texas. Uh, El, El Jefe is obviously not my real name. What? Uh, I wrote this uh, check out to El Jefe, I guess. So I'll just rip it up. Yeah, there. just tear it up or change it to dubs. You could still, you could just... No, I don't want to rewrite a new one. Last one. So, uh, my real name, and we've mentioned it on the show before, is Alex Alejandro. And I don't like the name. I've never liked Alex as a name for me. Really? I, to me, it almost seems kind of generic. And it's kind of could also be a girl's name, too. There are a lot of... Usually a chick, when she has the name Alex, is hot. Yeah, definitely. Any girl with a guy's name, like an Alex or a Joey, usually is hot. I've never thought about a girl with a Joey as the name. Oh, yeah. If your name is Alejandro, where are you getting Alex from? Uh, Sp- uh Spanish for Alexander. Yep. Hmm. And then it's Alex. Mm-hmm. So, and you hear, and there are a lot of, and then too, Alex is kind of becoming a popular name. And whenever I meet people and I finally feel comfortable enough to tell them my, my name is Alex, I kind of feel silly saying my name is Alex. I just It's not a name that I've ever been impressed with, and I almost feel like it lets people down. Really? Yeah. And so, now, uh... Tommy wants to know what's more generic, Alex or Nick's Ball 99? Nick's Ball 99, mostly at AOL.com. And that's the other thing, too. I know, Chunks has my name. Mm-hmm. Alex? No, uh, my name's Alexander. Venezia. Yes. It's not Alejandro. So I don't like the name Alex. 
And from now on, I do not want you guys. You call me Hefe anyway. But instruct your girlfriends or your family members or anyone else around here to no longer call me Alex. I never hear anybody call you Alex. Your chick does, occasionally. Yeah. Uh, From henceforth, I am to be known as Dro. Dro? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, it's I'm cooler. not calling you Dro. No, you have to. That's my new name. I don't have to call you anything. You're, I'll call you half I'm not calling you Dro. No, no, obviously that's my off-air name, Dro. No. Well, I want to be called Xander then. Hey, if that's, your di- if that's your thing, that's your thing. Alejandro is my real name. I don't know I'll any- call you Han. No. What about Han Dro? No, 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 no. My name is Dro. What about Han? D-R-O. Kind of like Dre. How about I just call you? Mo. Hey. Uh, no. I'm not calling you Dro. Dro says no to Mo. So. I got something you can... Oh. I'm telling you, this is, it's part of uh, a new thing. A new name for me. I'm not calling you Dro. Why not? You you don't have to call me. You call me Hefe. And I'm not telling anybody to call you Dro. I'll be embarrassed for you no, for it. Tell you ch- there's nothing wrong with Dro. There's something wrong with changing half stream. No, there's not. Now, if you would have told me in the beginning, Dro. Well, that's the point. I'm going to be start meeting a lot of new people in my life, going through a lot of changes. And from henceforth... If I ever hear anybody call you Dro, I'm not going to be able to contain myself. From, from henceforth, when I introduce myself... It'll be Dro. Like, a lot of times, like, you know, when you're meeting, like, chicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will, uh... They'll, go, they'll be like, I don't want to call you Hefe. You know, I actually want to know what your name is. And from henceforth, it's Dro. Doesn't that bother you? When people can't leave it as dubs or hefe? Yeah, I'm like, what do you need to know my real name for? There's no, no reason. No one calls me my real name. Why do you need to know it? Even my family is almost to the point now of calling me hefe. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's a nickname. Radio nickname, you know, whatever. Real life nickname, whatever. Yeah, like, but it's like, what about the salespeople? Because I know a lot of them like to to, to use your real name. No, they tell call you Dro? Yeah, from now on, I'd like to put out a memo, and I want Catherine to send it out to everybody. Dro. You are not having Catherine send out a mass Dro email. Well, I mean, you, I, sales should be referring to me as Hefe. Yeah, I tell them. No, they, no they, and I've heard that a couple of times, too, and I don't like that. If you tell them Dro, they'll love Hefe. Exactly. Alex is dead. Really? It's the new Dro in 2006. It's really a waste of time to go by Dro, and I'm going to tell you why. Because everyone is going to say, where does that come from? Then you have to say Alejandro. I don't care. So then you may I'll as well just go by Alejandro. No, then I'll explain it. Or Ali. No, I'm not going by Ali. Ah, that's kind of catchy. Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Always say no to homo. Okay. Dro. All right, people are saying Dro's got to go. It's <laughs> That's the new thing. And then think about it. Because eventually we're not going to be in Hefe and Dubs. We're not going to be Hefe and Dubs forever in our radio careers. Are we? I hope not. We'll be. I'm not a guy. I'll be goddamned if I call you Dro on the air. It'll be Dro and Justin. No, Dro and Tin. I'm the Tin Man. 
Is that because uh, people like Chunk say you drone on? No. Oh. And there's uh, I'm the only one who on the show doesn't drone on. Okay. Uh, it, it's that and my uh, my or maybe my middle name, Raffi. Raphael. Ha! Maybe I go by Raffi. <laughs> you can carry around a pair of size with you. <laughs> I'm telling you though, Alex is done. I don't like Alex anymore. Why don't you call yourself by your uh, 987 the ticket name when you're doing weather? You can't just make up another different name. Does it have Dude, to be that related? is part of my name. What? That that is actually my name. You can yeah, it's not that's, you can no see, one, no you can see on my license D R O Alejandro. That's, it's Dro. That's what it is from now on. Now you can call me Hefe. What about Tom or Bill? No. That is something simple. No, it's Dro. No, it's not. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What about Xavier? I, I, How about Alex Kong? No, that that and that's another reason that died in D.C. All right, Matt Albert says, if someone told me to call them Dro, I might have to hold back the urge to backhand them. <laughs> that and you'll be living on the streets in Orlando then. You don't want those big hands coming across you. So anyway, there's my announcement. Not happening. I'd like to help you. <laughs> I wish you would have come out of the closet. That would have been a lot easier. All right, Matt Albert says that uh, Dro gets turned into Doughboy real fast. Fat teas. Yeah, you don't want that. All right, Joe boy. And you can't go by Doe either. Make it Allie. Because that's yours. Your name's Doe. Go for Allie. All right, we all cool with that? No. It's not happening. <laughs> it's going to happen. Well, it'll... Well, you're going to call me Hefe until we decide we're not going with I'm by not... Hefe and Dubs anymore, and then it's going to be Dro I'm and I'm never calling you Dro. You're going to have to, dude. That's my name. I don't have to do nothing. When I introduce myself to family, and that's the other thing that's going to be out too, when I have to go talk to family, and they call me Alex, I'm like, it's actually Dro now. If your mom doesn't slap you. Why? That's that's part of the name that she gave me, dude. It's more part, <laughs> no of, the, one ever, it's more part of the name than Alex. No one ever, uh, you know, intended when they said Alejandro for someone to call himself Dro. Exactly, and that's why it's different. No, that's why it sucks. No, and not at all. Innovator of Alejandro. Me, Dro. Just to show you how stupid this sounds, take the last three letters of all their names. Yeah, ten. And what would you, ten, Dur, and Dude, me. it happens all the time with Bill and William. They don't go by Ill. With uh, Andrew, who call themselves Drew. It happens constantly. People do that with their name all the time. People take the first four letters. Jennifer can be Jenny. Thomas turns into Tommy. Right, why, you- couldn't, why couldn't Alejandro... Just be drunk. Because it's got to be at least four letters. It's a rule. No, it doesn't. Not at all. So Timothy can't be Tim? Yeah, with, with two M's. No, you're a moron. So um, now that we, uh, Gibbs? What about Sam? <laughs> Sam is not even near my name. What does it matter? It doesn't sound goofy. It Carl. Doesn't... You are a Carl. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's absolutely a Carl. And plus the thing, Dro fits my look. Cool, Carl. Fuji. Yeah, like how, do you, how do you get dick out of Richard? How about Jose? How do you? I don't know. 
don't. Just stop. Leave it there. Leave it there. How about Jose? No, I'm not. Since you and not Jefe I'm not, so similar. I'm not. No. It's Dro. Yeah, you can go by not Jose. <laughs> All right, Matt says his, his new name is Hugh. H-E-W. Better off as H-U-G-E. Huge. We got it. Man, thanks. <laughs> Give me the crickets, Doves. I need them. All right, so we'll take a break. And we'll come back with uh, Dro and Justin. Nope. And the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That's what you call me. That's J Dubs. Mm hmm. Dro sounds like. Come down, too. I'm a brother. Dro. No. There's no way in hell. It's going to catch. You're always going to call me Jefe. Never. If anybody calls you Dro, I'm going to laugh in their face. Maybe punch it. Nope. Oh, you can control what you do. You can't control what I do. And if I'm around smacking dumbasses calling you Dro... Why can't you just let me have this? It's my name. It's what I want to do with my life. It doesn't affect you. All right, uh, Bon Jovi. It's Dro. Dromo? D-R-O. It's your life. Now or never. Dro ain't going to live forever. Fairy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 in a singular Come on, rock it out, man. I just don't understand what the hell's wrong with y'all. It's my life. It is. Hello, my name is Dro. Nice to meet you. <laughs> you know what they're calling you on the IM? What? Oh, Dro. Dromo. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. Whatever, it's the new hit, dude. It's what it's everybody's everybody, doing. Everybody hates it. It's getting no spins. I guarantee you there are a lot of other guys out there with the name Alejandro wishing they had gone by Dro all their life. None of them. You're the only one. Dro makes me ghetto fabulous. Until they meet you. Look at me, dog. I'm whore. What? You're whore? my life, dude. Wow, 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 wow. Como. Uh, let's get Gibbs' guy to the weekend. This is something we're going to start doing. He's supposedly in touch with the community. He's down. I'm down. No. Gibbs, what's going on uh, around Central Florida that we need to know about? There's a ton going on around Central Florida. And on your shoulders? And within, like, every... <laughs> what's going on in the cranium? <laughs> Everything I have is uh, either in Central Florida or no more than two hours drive away. All right, what would a guy? What the, okay, so maybe uh, you might take a little road near, trip too. In, some of it's so good that they're just gonna want to drive. All right, what is it? What do you got, Gibbs? All right, well the first thing I got is obviously open door policy, and if you're not planning on coming up here tonight, you're just an idiot, and you need to change your plans and get up here at ten o'clock. Absolutely. Twenty minutes. Yeah, you got twenty minutes, and the, and the heretics are already out in full force. And uh, the other the other thing I have is uh, Mako's. Obviously, you got to be there on Saturday. Party with a party like a monster with drunky. That's uh, from ten p.m. to two a.m. 
to, to yeah, because they usually shut it down. Technically, ten to midnight, but they're shutting it down yeah. a lot of times. Drunky the Bear Boy from the Monsters in the Morning. And uh, I have a I have a thing right here about a surfing contest that's going to be going down. Um, it's called let's see, Globe Sebastian Inlet Pro. It's a uh, it's at Sebastian In- Inlet. If nobody knows where that is, it's uh, 9700 South A1A in Melbourne. Um, it's just a big uh. It's a big surfing tournament to see who goes to the ASP World Championship Tour. Now, which weekend? And uh, it, yeah, it's this weekend. I um, think that'd be kind of. I always wish that I'd been able to surf. Maybe Dro will surf. Even if you're not down for the surfing thing, like no, anybody won't. who went to the Do Actions, uh, you guys said yeah. there was a ton of chicks at that thing. Man, there's just going to be a ridiculous amount of this too. Does the inlet have an address? Uh, I guess technically, yeah. Sebastian Inlet. Oh, it's a state park at Sebastian Inlet. That's what that address is. It's a 9700 South A1A. Now, here's the only thing that would suck, though, about the chicks who are going to be out there. More than likely, they're going to be into dudes with good bodies who are surfers. Ah, just bring a surfboard and tell them you surf, whatever. Yeah, and hopefully there's a porta potty nearby for you. (laughs) You're not going to shame me on that. I've lived with that story for almost seven years now. Yeah, but you haven't lived with it by the name Dro, which makes it even worse. My name is Hefe. Good. It's just draw off the... No, it's not. I'm serious. Tell Catherine from henceforth. You're no. Right. Chunks is Alex. I'm Drew. What else is going on, Gibbs? Gibbs Guide to the Weekend. Um, Let's see. Uh, Grown Folks First Friday, which is actually tonight. Um, It's a special edition with Dougie Fresh and Biz Marquee for any of uh, you Oh, get the hell uh, out of here. Yeah, I would have taken uh, the night off if we had actually gotten to this yesterday. Yeah, this sounds like it's going to be insane. It's at a House of Blues uh, with Dougie Fresh, Biz Marquee. Um, doors are open at 8, and you have to be at least 21 years of age to attend this show. So, unfortunately, I will not be going. Uh, yeah, well, of course, because it's, it's already... It's going on now. Yeah, yeah way to tell them to hours afterwards. Well, we we, t- we were supposed to do this yesterday, and we didn't get a chance to get to it. And Chunks, how come we didn't have tickets for Dougie Fresh from Bismarck Key? That's something that Dro is into. Who? Me, Hefe. Alex. What else is going down, Gibbs? Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, the Orlando Magic are playing the Charlotte Bobcats at the TD Waterhouse um, tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m. Is Hill going to be back for that one? I know you had some on that in the head, uh, Headlines Game Show. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be back for that if he doesn't get hurt from the you know drive to the game. <laughs> I'd be nice to Hill. He's a good man. Nah. Walking helps, up the stairs. Helps the community. Dude, and you got to feel bad, too, because he didn't ever really have a lot of issues until he hurt his ankle and we were in, we were in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um, he hurt his ankle, and he played in that series against the Hawks and just royally, royally screwed it up for a first-round series against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, what else is going down, Gibbs? Um, there's the Emergenza Festival. Uh, Cover the Sun, yes. We were yeah. talking about it yesterday. Cover They're the Sun, uh, Bong Swap Matt, uh, Hideout Heretic, his band. That's going down at the back booth tonight. I think they go on at 10, so if you got 15 minutes, you're rolling down there. Hurry yeah. up and roll in and say you're there to uh, see Cover the Sun and help out the Hideout Heretic. Yeah, the, the festival's running through Sunday, so, you know, if you can't go tomorrow night, you can check it out Sunday or both nights, either way. And one last thing, the other well, big thing that's going to be going down. In the um, actually, this just in, uh, every Friday, um, you can uh, see the leader of the Fens at uh, the Hideout Open Door Policy. Come see Dro, that's a side note. Oh, okay, I know he didn't write that with that big fat head of his. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. That hat so large, the <laughs> FS here looks like we're on the outside of the stadium. <laughs> um, plus, I think like Dro would sound better with like a chick is gonna have an orgasm, better than Alex. You know what I mean? Like, 
Well, how's it going to sound when that dude's doing that? Okay, what does that even mean? That, that doesn't, Dro doesn't sound like a gay name. It would 20 like, bucks for a Droblo. <laughs> it would sound like you're Can't like... Even t- <laughs> what? Oh, it's, right. a, it's a sucker. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> it, it, with the name Dro, she's screaming, oh, Dro. People are going to think you're raping her or you're like raping a stroke victim. Okay, <laughs> you'd be into that, so what? And regardless, Maybe that's what Dro's into now. Regardless of the name, don't you still have to make her have an orgasm first? <laughs> uh, trust me, it's no problem. Ha! 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 <laughs> look, this, look, I want you to I want you to get it out of your system now. Because off the air, that's my name. And every time you say Alex, I will correct you. What are you gonna correct it to? Dro. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's go to Mort. Mort's on 528. Mort, what's... All right, can we at least get to the caller? Mort, what's going on, Mort? Hey. Yo, dude. F.A., I think uh, I got a better idea. I think you need to change your name to A-Hole. All right. (laughs) It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It is Friday night and the weekend, and the... uh, Green room was packed with the heretics mm-hmm. and heretics chicks. A chance to come up and be somebody. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. If you can't make it up here, call up. Um, hey, let me get to this real fast, just because I know once the heretics come in and we play my air checks and Chunks does his stunt and yeah, uh, a lot of other stuff that's just going on. I got this in the Hideout Junior Producer. Mm-hmm. Um... This is from our buddy Slider, who's been listening to the show ever since the old Saturday nights at JFK in D.C. It was, hey, Hefe, uh, for the hell of it, I decided to keep track of how many times they punched the clown in 2005. Okay. So after 12 months of carrying around post-it notes and making hash marks, give or take around 25 to 30 batches, sometimes you fall asleep after, it comes to a grand total of blank. Yes, blank, give or take 30, because I was really good at keeping track for the most part. So, yeah, signed, Slider. Do you want to take a guess? I will say, since it's give or take 30, it has to be a pretty big number, um, 270. 270 times. Yeah. Chunks, you have a guess on how many times Slider punched the clown? Ooh, I'm going to go with... Uh, 2100. 2100. Yep. That's um, like five a day. More uh, than that. Tommy? Uh, what did Dub say? Uh, I said 270. I'll say 300. 300 times? Which really isn't all out of the realm of possibility, mm-hmm. you think about it. Uh, Deuce Chill, guess? Uh, 1850. 1850. Okay. And what about Gibbs? Gibbs, do you have a guess on the number of times this heretic? I think he lose up 18, in New York. 18 what? He said 20. Thanks for playing. The price is right. All right, so he goes 1851. <laughs> the closest without going over, Tommy Bateman at 300. 
Wow, well, I man, were there? Thirteen hundred and fifty. He punched the clown in two thousand five, give or take thirty batches, thirteen hundred and fifty times. Our friend Stomach Slider said that. Actually, yeah, I guess that is what he would be called. Um. Oh, the film that must be on that poor bastard. Right, and then you got to think about it too. Was he bedridden? No, he's like a normal dude. No, that's not normal. You don't think that's normal? No, I. You is know, that, is that, I say do the four math. times a week, four or five times a week. You don't do it every day, and you don't do it more than once a day usually. But some people do that. Like I had a buddy of mine, Dan, when I was in high school. Dan the man. He really wasn't. Uh, Dan the man would do it three or four times a day. That's when you're in high school, though. I mean, the, there's a different protocol for that. All right, hold on. Let me put. I'm trying to do the math on that. Let me see if this if this has a calculator over here. Did he give a daily record? Um, as far as his record for the most in one day? No, he didn't. All right, that's three point six nine times a day. Oh. Three point six times six nine times a day. That's impossible. Well, you think maybe after each meal, kind of like flossing. How old is he? He's like in his twenties, so he like has a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just—I don't think he does. He ever like talk to women? You know, I gotta see if he's online right now. Um, if he's punching the clown, how many times? I guarantee he is. He's one of those. He's one of our buddies. Yeah, he's online, but he's not there. Is he like premature or something? Yeah. Because they do it three point nine times a day is kind of like you got a social problem. I'm at—he's uh, online. He's got his away message up. I'll say call. Tonight. Sorry, I'm away jacking. That's possible, if you can. So hopefully he'll get a hold. Uh, 407-916-1041. Ooh, here's a good point. Maybe he was really bored on the weekend. Maybe he's had a lot of time, seven, eight times in one day. I, I wonder we... how many times Matt. I want Matt to keep track for 2006. Well, he will when he's uh, in the other room next yeah, to you. Yeah, you can keep track for him. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that big bear roar? <laughs> that one was good. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. That's really good. Let's take a break and come back. Bring in the heretics. Ooh, Matt just said, think about the amount of times he's probably batched while listening to the show. You are a sick man. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout row radio 104.1. Friday night open door and the heretics are here. It's a packed house tonight. Wow, a lot of new faces. This mm-hmm. is outstanding, man. This is a uh, this is fabulous. Um, Trill Radio 104.1. There's some giggle fest going on the whole night. All right, who's high? I'm looking at Lester. All right, every, uh, you know what? My bad. My bad. Who isn't? That'll be a quicker. Uh... Yeah, that's gonna be the better answer. All right, before we get started, because there's a lot to get done, uh, Chunks needs a stunt um, for the Helmet of Pain Fantasy yeah. Football. Yeah, all right. I got some of my DJ tapes. Jimmy Jim, do we have any applications for uh, heretickshideout.com? Uh, you didn't bring them in tonight. Okay, fair enough. Make sure you go to the website and get signed up, um, heretickshideout.com. But first, I want to play a little something. Um, I want to make sure we turn off our mic so that everybody can hear it. And we'll uh, we'll just we'll just you know, it, 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 
Give me, you know, play a little Real Radio 104.1 and then start it. All right, do we have a little stinger or something we can play? All right, it's so the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. To Hideout Real Radio 104.1, El Jefe out at the uh, Daytona Beach Phantom Fireworks. I just wanted to bring Lester and Matt over real fast. Boys, not Jefe is here. And I just want to ask you, how many pieces of pizza do you think that he's eaten? Is it a possibility that he's eaten a whole pie? He has pie remnants in his back pocket. Uh, I know he has eaten well over a pie because you could just comb a pizza pie out of his goatee right now. I've seen him grab. Now, he didn't just grab one slice. What he likes to do is he grabs both slices, folds them together. It's like a homemade cow, or not homemade, it's a handmade calzone. In fact, you can see him now, and he's looking at us, and he knows that we're talking about him. And, it, and he's walking over with his fifth handful of pizza. Actually, every time I grab a slice, he asks me to hand him some, and I've had like two, so I know at least he's had three just from me going in there. All right, not half a. What? How many pieces of pizza do you think you've eaten out here? Three. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Do do three. I'm holding the pizza sandwich right now that we were talking about a minute ago. Now, by three, do you mean three of the folded over, like pizza calzone kind of that you've made? Because you you realize individual pieces, then you would have had six. Not three, and that the calories that double. It's not like eating one slice just because you fold two over. What are you like, some sort of health nut now? No, it's not about being a health nut. It's about we're out at Daytona Beach, and I want everybody to eat. I thought you was in training for the Parliament House 250. Ah, uh, he'd rather just six. He just likes a nice six from the Parliament House. Inches, inches is what he's looking for. So far, he's uh, he's taken 12 inches, and that's the uh, <laughs> circumference of the entire pie. That's what he's like. It's a nice 12-inch pie. How much do you weigh now? 260. Oh, please. In what world? On the moon? <laughs> what do you think he weighs, Misfit Matt? As he eats the pizza, uh, maybe 260 when he got here this morning, but uh, <laughs> I'd put an extra 20 on that. Because right, Dubs and I were even talking about this, too, and we were at the Blue Room. And we saw him just, like, pulling down his shirt like he was a fat girl in the corner, <laughs> making sure that his dress fit okay. All right, Lester, Lester Big Hands, uh, how, uh, how much do you think that, uh... And he just still continues to eat. It's not like you can't embarrass him out of it. How much do you think he weighs? 285. I'm going to look at him. How much do you weigh, Lester? 302. I'm willing to say that you probably weigh 272. Not Hefe. You were probably at 272. It's been a while. How tall are you? Uh, about six, something like that. About six foot, 272? His mouth is full right there. If you measurements, uh, you want to go to measurements, you wear a size 46, apparently. Uh, no, here's what he does. He's one of those well, Here's one of those guys that he wears, like, he actually tries to squeeze into a 40, <laughs> but, his, but he's got another seven inches of gut that just hangs over the 40. All right, so Hefe, yeah, Dunlop. Uh, at Phantom Fireworks with the Heretics on the Hideout Room Radio 104.1. I've been holding on to that for an entire week. I couldn't wait for that as uh, oh. Hideout Heretic Not Hefe is here. And I'm telling you. All right, so we provide pizza when we do live gigs. And my whole thing is, you know, we want people to come out and enjoy a slice, you know, possibly two. This son of a bitch is coming over, grabbing two at a time, folding it over, and counting it as one slice. And he did it three times. What? 
<laughs> I hadn't eaten all day, man. Right, I'm sure. Right. You had just gotten back from a buffet. Noon. Yeah. That was like at noon. What do you mean you hadn't eaten all day? You ate enough for the weekend, and it was Friday at noon. I just woke up when I went there. Of course you hadn't eaten all day then. Don't blame it on that. Oh, uh, yeah. He breakfast. says that every two hours. They don't even do that at the zoo, you animal. Uh, yeah, Misfit Matt. Yeah, actually, uh, after we all just made fun of him, I was afraid to go back for any more pizza because I didn't want to uh, be the next one getting picked on. So You know, honestly, it was me too. I did the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, now I can't have any more pizza. Damn it. Uh, all right, all right. real fast, before we get to the rest of the heretics, Slider's on the phone. Okay. Um, we had just talked about the fact that in 2005, he ran a batch. He kept a tally of how many times he did it. 1,350 times. Oh. That's it. Wow. Slider, yeah. Slider, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Hideout. Um, all right, so 1,350 times. We average that out to 3.69 times a day. Yeah. Can you give us some logistics on, was it more on the weekend? Did you do it every time after you ate? What happened? Um, it was pretty much well, whatever my dessert. It was, pre- it was pretty much whenever my roommate went to class. I just kind of locked the door and went away. All right, so were you thinking, like, you only had so much time, so you're literally, uh... Making every second count. Yeah, that was pretty much it. So 1,350 times. Now, what about chafing? Um, it wasn't really a problem. I mean, you got to use some kind of a lubrication. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just Conditioner there, you know. or something. Now, did you just yeah. go to class stinking like uh, Jurgens or what happened? Um, not really. And if I did go to class, sometimes if I was bored, I would just leave and go to the bathroom. Like if it was a morning <laughs> class, and I just needed to kill time. Hawking a loogie in a stall. Right. Yeah. Well, I I just admitted earlier to doing it in a porta potty at a nudist camp, so I can't call you a complete animal. But, um, all right, so 1,350 times. Now, let me ask you, uh, what are you shooting for in 06 other than the wall? You know what? I, I'm not counting 2006 because 2005 was just a real pain in the ass. No, I'm sure. I'm sure other places. Yeah, well, did, did you, yeah. you didn't have a girlfriend, did you? Uh, no, I on and off with some girls. It wasn't a steady girlfriend. All right, but how you many uh, how many times do you think you completed with a yeah? How other, many times you get laid? Yeah, uh, with a woman. Um, I've gotten laid at least mm, ten, fifteen times. I didn't count those. Oh yeah, you why know? would you count those conquests? Yeah. Why not just count when you're alone? That's with like what? Not even one percent. Yeah. That yeah. is not right. even close to it. Yeah. All right. Well, Slider, <laughs> congratulations, my friend. Thanks a lot. All right, that's one of the original hair ticks. Uh, going way back. Yeah, Jimmy Jam. <laughs> don't want to overstep the boundaries of being too creepy. You know? No, yeah, you know, why would you go that and count actual women that you've had sex with? That's no good. All right, so, Dubs, we can do a number of things, and it's up to you what we want to do first. Um, did any of the heretics have any minutes? Because I know over the holidays there were meetings, there were there were elections uh, for the <laughs> heretics. I believe that a trust fund has been set up, and also... Uh, uniforms have been ordered. So, uh, pension fund. Do we want a pension fund? Nice. Um, are, are there any updates you guys would like to give? Go ahead, Lester Big Hands. Yes. Uh, Lester Big Hands has the floor. Hey, tonight. Hey, tonight uh, we're going to do some more things uh, about these upcoming T-shirts. I've talked to the guy that you told me to, uh, to get in contact with. Now we're trying to get colors. Blue, gray. Yeah, it's actually, we we want to be all inclusive, so we want everybody. Asians, blacks, Latinos, we want everybody. (laughs) Any color. (laughs) Uh, 
right, well, very good. So you guys are going to work all that stuff out. And we're all going to go out afterwards to an undisclosed location and party the night. We're thinking cosmic bowling. I mean, Zeppelin, you were the one that came up. say which one, though. Yeah, we considered uh, some cosmic bowling, mainly because of the fact it's dollar beer. So I think dollar beer works out pretty well. Is that what we're going to do? That sounds pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you. Zeppelin, nice way to add. Zeppelin, I was well prepared for that one. <laughs> Zeppelin, a master orator. All right, Dubs, what do you want to do? We can. Do you want to play my uh, old air check tapes, or do we want to abuse chunks? Do we want to save the abusing of chunks for the end? Let's so, have the uh, heretics uh, decide. The heretics vote. Now and later. Yeah, now and later. Uh, abuse, Here's the thing. Tommy owes a stunt too. Tommy yeah. Oh, Tommy. Tommy, have you come up with a stunt to pay off the helmet of pain? No, I've been very busy this week. Doing what? Trying to book a special guest. Okay, one guest does not mean you can't come. How about this? How about the heretics come up with a stunt for it? Uh, no. Yeah. 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 It's the hideout. It's the. All right, do you have one, Big uh, Big E? Do you got one? What do you got? What's up, man? Um, actually, I got some uh, bottle rockets and some M80s in my trunk. He could like he could like hold a bottle rocket or an M80. A I'll do it first. Me. All right. No, we're, no, we're not, we can't have you. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can't have you holding uh, fireworks. Just for the plain simple fact, you could blow your hand. And off. didn't you cheat to win a prize? Uh, stop. <laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't him. That wasn't him that did that. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. I tell you what we do, Dubs, when we get back. Let's play some of my old um, DJ tapes. Okay. I think the crowd will get a kick out of that. And then also coming up, too, we will uh, have Chunk stunt. And maybe Chunks will tell us. A, hey, when we come back, though, play uh, Mad Matt Mateo's tapes from the from the mixtapes so that I don't sound so awful. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hey, let's hear it for Mad Matt Mateo. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Um, yeah, from heretic to hair check collector, and as you can see, he's earning every... Uh, every last penny of it. Every second of it. Uh, we're paying him for the dead air, so he's making a killing. Um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Uh, real fast, before we get to my tapes, though, Dubs, let's talk to Gibbs for a second. Intern Gibbs. Um, he brought in, I guess, some friends of his. They're not friends. Uh, Gibbs, which one of these chicks did you say you were having sex with? You said all of them, right? Yeah, all, every single one of them. So now, one, the one with the scarf on. The one with the scarf on. Now, I gotta say, if his uh, dugan is anything like the size of the uh, head on his shoulders, you must be pleased. Yeah, jughead. Right, that's a magnum you're dealing with, I'm sure. Right, now, what are you boys? The heretics are going crazy. What are y'all laughing over? The head, just the size of his uh, his big gorilla head. Oh come on! <laughs> um, we what we do? We go out to Cosmic Bowling tonight just to see like which size bowling ball matches up. Because I'm sure if we if we we could hide some bowling balls behind his head. 
Um, but are you actually having sex with any of these girls, or is that just a lie? That I you honestly said that? can't even see who's over there. Raise your hand if I'm having sex with you. Any of the girls here he's having sex with? Yeah, hands are going up left and right. Mateo. All right. And Lester. Lester put up his hands. That girl, totally. So I guess not. Uh, all right, so here we go. Oh, hold on a second. Alan and Longwood. Alan and Longwood, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, Alan, you guys owe me a new radio, man. Why do we owe you a new radio? Because it's dead air. I'm sitting there banging the hell out of my radio <laughs> thinking it's dead. It won't work now. I know. That's Mad Matt Mateo. You uh, just send that to a Catherine Brown, and she'll send you a check. I don't know that he actually is sleeping with any of them, but he did say that he guarantees they will show their boobs or he'll stunt. Oh, wow. All right. That's nice. I like that way of stepping up. That's perfect. Um, all right. Now, let's. Um, can we hear in here? Can you guys hear? What would you turn it down for? Are you stupid? Well, that's your big hands uh, yelling at the, the human calzone, not Hefe. All right. So, uh, all right. Now, Dubs, Chunks, I, do you have the CD with my uh, old tapes? I guess. God, these are so damn embarrassing. We'll skip all the stuff from Q106 where Dubs and I first met. We'll save that for later. We'll just yeah. get to the real embarrassing stuff for you. Um, all right, so I first started in radio in Lubbock, Texas, when I was at Texas Tech University. And as you know, I'm a big fan of the Dallas Mavericks. So I figure um, I liked Top Gun. <laughs> and uh, So you went by the name Goose. Uh, I figure why not have my radio name be Maverick. Mm. So it was, I was Maverick on Mix 100. Oddly enough, like the captain, he was yelling, I want butts. <laughs> so, um, part of my thing was, uh, all right, at Mix 100, we played, it was like just your basic, like, chick station. So, it was a lot of, like, Sarah McLaughlin and Ben Folds 5. Like, I can't tell you how many times in the overnight I'm sitting there listening to the abortion song, Brick, and mm-hmm. just thinking, oh, come on. I'd be running a batch. So, just looking at a jar, put in hand. So here is, um, now as far as I'm concerned, this is complete douche chill stuff for me. So, no, not you, but just like it gives me douche chills listening to it. Because it's just so awful. It's so awful. Um, now the first one isn't, I guess, so bad. But the last two that we're going to play for you, like I listen and I cringe and I want to punch myself in my junk just because I can't believe. Go ahead and do it. It may take away the pain. I don't know. All right, here we go. Here's the first one. I, 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 well, just well, the first. Here's we'll play the first. Can you guys hear? Okay. All right, you can't. You can't. Well, we haven't played it yet. We haven't played it yet. Dubs, why don't we turn off the mics okay. and we'll uh, we'll play it so that everybody can hear it in here. All right, Chunks, I'll point at you when you can play it. Pause that on Mix 100. Britney Spears. You like that? Yeah. Who's older, you or Britney Spears? Britney Spears. Do you ever dress up and pretend like you're Britney Spears and dance around? No. Uh, me either. All right, so yeah. The you're my, a kid toucher. Not, what the hell are you talking to a young girl like that? Right, now, here's the thing. You ever dress up like Britney Spears, baby? What are you, 12? All right, but here's the thing, though. Like, in that kind of radio, you kind of, you got to be, like, kid-friendly. You got to be creepy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, your fingers are kid-friendly in this what thing. What the hell? No, they're not. What the hell? Uh, you know, you, uh, you know, it, it, like, Baby One More Time had just come out, and so it was, like, a big deal. And you want me to show you the parts Ken's missing? Where we're, hmm? Hmm? Is that what you want? Working the phones, man. I'm working the phones and making it sound happening. 
<laughs> All right. Um, oh, God, they get progressively douche true. That was the okay one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here, all right, here, uh, uh, here's the next. Dubs, don't forget to turn off your mic so they can hear. Yeah. Here's the next one. Uh, again, these are my air checks from uh, Lubbock, Texas. Uh, still better than you, uh, Mad Matt Mateo. Mix 100 is your music fix. Good morning. This is Maverick. It is 220. I don't know if you've heard about the Mix Millennium Baby. We've already qualified people to actually try and have a baby. So uh, if you don't have somebody to do it with, I am more than willing. You just can't kiss me. You are so sweet. You're six pits, none the richer on your music fix. It's Mix 100. I, that was your... Helping with their music fix? Yeah, yeah. Mix 100, your music fix. That was your basic bad pun yeah. DJ tie-in the name of the song into, like, what you were saying. Oh, you're going into kiss me. That's why he said he just can't kiss me. Exactly. Oh, okay. Kiss me, sixpence, none the richer. I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, um, kiss your mm. with that now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that Nobody one... Nobody just gets children with it. Come on. So. <laughs> oh. All right, I don't remember this. Ne- I don't think the next one's actually so deuce chill. I don't think it's so... I mean, you can play it if you want. I don't know if it's really all that like, embarrassing. You can play that, actually. Mix 100 is your music fix. The video for this song, Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. It's absolutely disgusting. A bunch of Gen Xers hanging out in the basement, doing bad things, getting naked. Just mad I wasn't invited. So that's me kind of self-deprecating. I'm kind of mad I wasn't invited to the cool party. I'm mad that you didn't turn down the music behind you. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a studio fade? No, actually, I haven't. You need to go to Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts. All right, now these last ones, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, yeah, real gay, because um, the music was pretty gay. And then it's like... And then the ba- penis in your mouth was uh, a problem, too. <laughs> All right, now people, now, now people are saying, what's with, the, uh, what's with the old guy voice? Does it sound like I'm putting on a radio voice? No, it just sounds like the tape quality is really bad. Okay, so maybe I wasn't. Not, has my voice deepened at least? No, no, you've yet to drop. <laughs> so I sound like I'm 21 then, mm-hmm. still. But I look like I'm 42, so yeah. it doesn't really work out. All right, all right. Here's the, the here's the next one. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll just go ahead and play it. $25,000 song of the day. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. It is Friday. This is Maverick 104. Yeah, can you play the new one, my share? Not a problem. We'll get to that, believe. After a razor, a little respect. Look for Princess Hour to go with Celine Dion and Dishwalla. County Blue Cars. Yes. Friday. Friday. I hate you, and I want to punch you in the face for hearing that. Oh, yeah. my God. Those are one of those DJs where you're driving along, and you're like, I swear to God, if I ever meet this guy, I will kill him. But there's no way anyone listened to that whole segment right there. You'd have to turn instantly. Yeah. It, well, look, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. I was working overnight in Lubbock, Texas, as like a college junior. So, I mean, I was getting paid. I was, and at least I was getting the... Um, sucking out of the way. Ew. It was college. You get a free pass. We all experiment. Uh, but at least I was getting it out of the way, you know, in Lubbock, Texas. Now, I guess where I'm stupid is bringing it back so you can hear it when I'm a big bag talk show host. Mm-hmm. But we've all been there. I mean, we heard Dubs' tapes. We heard Chunks' tapes. I'm obviously a better broadcaster than the two of them. What? How dare you? Yes, mine were epic. I would have driven off the road or uh, hung myself if I was in my dorm. And, and here's what's funny. Like, here's what's funny. I have these. Mm-hmm. These are the ones that help me get jobs later. 
Like this wow. tape helped me get a job in Michigan that eventually let me help, you know, help get me another job so in Michigan. Anyone can do it. This was the best. Yeah, this was the best of Mix 100. All right, now the reason. <laughs> All right, so uh, they probably thought that was a joke. They're like, this guy must be incredible if he's sending us this crap. Oh, what's the music fix with the $25,000 song of the day? Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. It is Friday. This is Maverick. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And it's not Maverick anymore. It's Dro, uh, by no. the way. It's Dro. All right, people were wondering if I wore a big cowboy hat um, as Maverick. No, a flight helmet. All right, so here's... Now, that's not even the most douche chill to me. Maybe it's the worst one to you. Uh, this next one... And you'll hear it, but the reason it's so douche chill is because um, of the really odd noise that I make, and, oh. and 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 it's also another one of those bad puns. Like you want to punch the radio when you hear this. Hey, now, Tommy, get the 360 ready. I mean, we have it on tape, stupid. It's not like <laughs> why would you record it into something else? It sounds bad enough as it is. What could you possibly add, not Hefek? I was just wondering if you were on the phone with that girl when you had the uh, that noise. No. no? Okay, good. And obviously nothing. Um, <laughs> not funny, not that uh, All right, here's the final one. I almost just kind of want to leave the room. Um, all right, here we go. It's uh, my old tapes when I was Maverick at Mix 100 in Lubbock, Texas. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Time for dirty rhetoric, anything but down, followed by tainted love. Ooh, soft sales, and music fix. Mix 100, taking you back to 1982. Oh! Tainted love! Oh! How was that, Dro? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and mind you, that was... Did you sit on a thumb? I don't know what, what was that. I don't know what that was. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh! Rhetoric, anything but down, followed by tainted love. Soft sell, music fix. Mix 100, taking you back to 1982. Uh, so yeah. And that, but that was the whole Ew. thing. It's like 2.51 in the morning, and I... <laughs> what are you laughing at, you maniac? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, dude? Turn your mic on. What's wrong with you? What? <laughs> So anyway, uh, there are my... Uh, I actually got one more that I found that you might not have known of, but uh, you got uh, a little bit better at this point, I think, when I had this one. And I'm sure somewhere right now, Hefe is jumping around in his little tidy whities to this song. Uh, welcome back into the hideout. Uh, I'm Mad Matt Mateo, running the hideout mixtapes tonight for the most of the rest of the week. Uh, if you have any questions, give me a call. 407-916-1041, toll-free 888-978-1041. Coming up next, we have Darone defeats it, defends his belt against UCF student and includes a rematch. And uh, uh, you know, you see, or uh, uh, drone there is uh, he's, uh, he's a pretty good at uh, uh, beating women. <laughs> All right, so there it is. Now here's the thing: I could have destroyed these, but I thought for the good of the show, 
<laughs> Turn your mic on. What are you doing? So there they are. We weren't always uh, stars. So we'll take a mm. break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Open door policy and the heretics are here. The real open door. Alright, what, what's going down? I'm hearing all kinds of rumors. What's cracking? Well, I got a word from Jimmy Jam uh, that uh, another show in town is doing an open door and calling it an open door. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're hearing another uh, another station on uh, this time slot is uh, trying to be like you guys. They're trying to be somebody, apparently. Well, it's right across the street. You guys want to head over there? Yeah. Oh, the door's yeah. open. Yeah. The door's open. Uh, yeah, Zeppelin. They were asking only for young white males to show up, though. So ah, they might. Gotcha. Soft skin and uh, yeah. soft skin in the teens. That can't be real. Nobody's got to be that hack. Maybe. Are you serious? Somebody you know, they're that hack? Yeah. Wow. That's almost as hack as using another morning person's. Uh, Show tar to do your promos. That's pretty hacked too. That just sounds like it's a station thing. Um, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I don't, why would you? Chunk says, uh, "Do you want me to go listen? Uh, you're about to get punished anyway. Why would we do a double fold?" Well, that could be a stunt. No, I'm not doing it. I, hey, I mean, it's up to me. No, uh, it's not. It's your call. You guys can do what you want to do. I guess if there's another open door and you want to go. Say hi. I can't stop you. <laughs> That's all you if you want to do that. Uh, don't. Uh, if you happen to go, uh, don't do anything that would get any of us in trouble. That's the biggest thing. Uh, of course. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Why don't you just send not happy? Their show. They'll never do it again. <laughs> I know. Many a times we've debated stopping it because of him. Hey, Jimmy Jam, before you leave, I'm just gonna show you my idol, and then we don't have to say who he is or what he does. But that's all I'm saying. All right. So there it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is that is that seriously happening? I guess so. Wow, that's wacky and crazy. Like, what, rolling a fat girl down a hill, I guess? I guess that's also supposed to be wacky and crazy, too? Shock jocks? Wow. Hmm. Shock jock. Shock jock. I just, you know, it's, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, I mean, we didn't, you know, we didn't invent an open door or anything, but if you're going to do something, wouldn't you at least try to change... The name or something? Do uh, Yeah, like open gate or... <laughs> open sesame? Open no. ginger? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. There's plenty of great choices. In your case, ass. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. I, I just can't even. Uh, that's. I just didn't think that they were. That's like yeah. That's like a hack thing that uh, Maverick on Mix 100. Yeah, about. that's a Maverick thing. <laughs> way back, to, way back in the day in 1982. Ooh. Um. All right. Well, I say. I tell you what. Let's take a break and come back. Okay, and we'll do the chunk stunt. I'm on the verge of doing a shoot. Um, but, yeah, we'll take a break and come back. Look at you, chomping at the bit <laughs> for me to go off. Yes, Lester, big hands. 
I actually am kind of aroused right now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Chunks will stunt. Well, Chunks, why don't you explain what your stunt is uh, for the Helmet of Pain? Hey, I was watching this thing on TV where I guess they have these crazy people. and uh, <laughs> What? What? With Jackass? Wild Boys? No, uh, no, no. This is like an Asian channel or something, but they had this like karate guy. All right, you're going you're gonna to poo with the dude? No, man. I'm not. No. He's an Asian. All right, so what is it? All right, so basically here's what I uh, here's what I came up with. So I figured I'm going to have two people stand on either side with uh, my belt wrapped around my neck. And then, uh, Asphyxiation? Yeah. You're gonna... So basically you're a big fan of NXS. No. But then two people are also going to hit me with a chair, one from the front and one from the back at the same time. That's what the guy did, and it looked pretty cool. And you're going to try to release the devil inside? What are you doing? I'm going to try not to flinch. You know what he's doing is he doesn't want to do the stunt, but he wants to kill Tuttle. So he's just doing this to make it even worse on Tuttle later. Because no. all 17 stunts Tuttle has to do. Hey, I was holding back. So now, so you want someone to choke you out. While you a, get hit with chairs. With yeah. a belt while you get hit in the front and back with chairs. All right, yeah, Misfit Matt. Can I please hit him with a chair? Yeah, what? I will need two heretics to do it. So. Won't you be getting a massage? I got to drag him across the carpet. Uh, all right, now Lester Big Hands, Bizarre Jesus, Zeppelin, Big E, they're all raising their hands. Okay, here's the thing. If we crack any ribs, uh, they'll be the only ones uh, with an open door. So we got to be careful, all right? I want you to hit them hard. Chunks, where would you like to be hit? Uh, I figured it'd probably be better one in the front, one in the back at the same time. Like you like penises? <laughs> yeah. It, it has to be at the same time. All this is done at the same time. The belt gets pulled tightly around my neck too at the same time. So who the hell's gonna hold your belt? I figured you guys would like. You want doing the girls that. to do it? We got two beautiful girls here that can do that. Sure, why not? All right, so they hold the belt while two dudes hit you. Now how are they not gonna hit the uh, yeah. the girls? Yeah, the girls will stay in the front. And the guys will stay on the side. Right, but if they swing, it's going to hit the girls. Oh, that sucks for them. <laughs> no, that's not the way. We're not here to hit the two beautiful girls. I guess uh, the girls have to sit, uh, stay in kitty corner. It's a lot, yeah. And yeah, it'll, it'll work out. Do we even have room in here to do that? Yeah, no, I they'll probably so. do it back there. I think we got to do it back there. All right. All right, we'll take a break. All right, who do we want to do it? Uh, no, Lester had the joy of giving me the hot sauce, uh, icy hot uh, right. wedgies. So. Here's someone definitely Bizarro Jesus is in. Because I don't think Bizarro Jesus has helped execute a stunt yet. And Misfit Matt hasn't gotten to do one yet either. Okay. By one, do you mean massage therapist or of the... Uh... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch, Tefe and Dobbs Heretics are here. Let's hear it for the Heretics. All right, in the other room, and we got the mics turned off in there, but in the other room, we're going to have pictures and video for the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. We got two beautiful women who uh, have chunks by a belt. Around his neck. And what they're going to do is tug at the same time. Now, we decided it's just not physically possible for them to hit him with the chairs without, you know, hurting the girls. So they're just going to do open hand slap to the belly and back. Yeah, deuce trip. You know, to, to add another element to this, you want to place bets on how long his stomach will shake after they hit him? Uh, I know. I jiggle for, what, 45, 90 seconds? Um, all right, here we go. I say it won't stop till Monday's show. 
right. Are you ready? Do you want to count to three and then talk? Yeah. All right. Now, hold on a sec. Get on the mic real fast, Chunks. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a, I want him to... Right, hold on. Don't talk. I want, to, I want you to hear this, what I say. I want you to say, I, Chunks, Alex Venezia, do not hold Clear Channel Rural Radio or the Hideout and LFA and J-Dubs liable for anything that could happen, including a broken neck. Uh, I don't hold uh, Dro liable for anything that uh, happens to me. What about Dubs? Yeah, of course not Dubs. Actually, only Dubs. <laughs> Everyone else I blame. <laughs> All right, here we go. I could always go back and ice away. Um. All right, here we go. Now, uh, what we need you guys to do, we're going to turn off the mics. Three, two... All right, here we're chunks. You'll give the countdown because we can hear you back there. So three, two, and then what? All right. Three, two, one, go! That was a bad idea. Again. <laughs> now we do it for him to many point, as many points as he lost by, and that's two. So we have to do it again. He lost 43 points. I had 45 points. One more. All right. No, God, don't do it. Chunks, you ready? One more, because you lost by two points. <laughs> All right. Is, uh, he's still jiggling, by the way. Feel free to punch him. Ready? Three, two, one, go! Oh! <laughs> and there it is. It's been paid off. Everybody come on in. Congratulations, Chunks. That a boy. Oh, man. All right. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All going to head out to an undisclosed location after this. Yeah. That a boy. That a girl. Yeah. That a girl, Chunks. Uh, look how red he is, dude. And there's staph infection still there. Popping out of his back. Is this not not Hefe or not Jose? Who is this? Is this not Hefe on the phone? Douche, is this not Hefe on the phone? Yeah. Not Hefe, what's up? What's up, dude? Yeah. Uh, we're over here at some open door, but it's not really that open. Why not? After 10. Oh, what uh, happened? Did it get closed uh, down? It got closed down, but the, uh, it, it's every Friday at, until 10. But here's the thing. Mm. Since they felt pity from, for us because we drove all the way from DeLand, um, they, uh, they're going to give us some stuff. Oh, I don't know cool. what it is. Right, hey, make sure you wipe your ass with it and throw it back at them. And then we'll burn it. Uh, thank you, Not Hefe. I appreciate it. All right, let me, I'm going to say a couple things real fast. Uh, and, you know, I, look, we've been nice. But I'll say this. I have people that work in that building that I know and that uh, other people know. And apparently that station's whole mission is the hideout. Mm -hmm. For some reason, they want to take out the hideout. That was uh, That's the big thing in their meetings. Uh, how do we take down the hideout? The, new the mighty hideout. The news show in town. <laughs> Forget about the fact that you're constantly getting your asses handed to you by the Phillips file. Forget the fact that the uh, Shannon Burke show dominates middays. And forget the fact that the Monsters did very well before, and they are going to drum 
uh, whatever's going on over there in the morning. So I know you're having meetings about what to do concerning the hideout, uh, but it sounds like you got a whole lot more uh, that you need to focus on. Yeah. And, um... You know, we welcome whatever you want to try to do. Yeah, if you want to bring anything on, just do it. Uh, we've worked with the, you know, we've worked the greats. We work with the greats. We've got great friends who know how to do things. And the last thing you want is to take on the hideout. I'm telling you, man, I've been nice. I've been so incredibly nice, and I've bitten my tongue. And Dubs has made even made friends with people. I haven't. And I'll be honest, I don't give a damn. Dro's angry. <laughs> Alex Kong hungry. I, it's just so it's just so typical dumbass radio people who have no idea what they really should be fighting or the battles that they really should try to win. Even even when we when our numbers weren't great, we were kicking O Rock's ass. Yeah. Even when they were in the crapper, and now they're shooting up. We were we were pummeling them. That's how crappy that station is. Please, brother. <laughs> so I don't want to hear about meetings where you're concerned. Maybe you should be concerned. It is the funniest night show in America. It's by far the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Here, here. And it's a, definitely the fastest growing radio show in Central Florida. I say. Here, here. Amen. So, uh, have your meetings, do what you need to do, I guess copy what you need to copy. Yeah, rip off whatever you need to rip off. And best of luck, because, uh, you know, I haven't heard whatever's on now. I hear about it. I've heard other stuff that's on there. I, heard, I hear it hurts your bunghole. <laughs> Just listening to it. I've heard it before. And, and you know... Sorry. <laughs> really. I, I'm just, I'm not, you know, Whatever. We're all in this business. What's so funny is that they don't even realize is that technically as on-air people, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be us against management. Who knows years from now if you know if we're at another station and we need a night show and hey, maybe uh, we know these guys were in town and they were cool and they were you know everything was rocking. They sound like they're all right guys. Give them a shot. It's a small business. Last thing you want to do is make enemies, especially you, want, you don't want to make enemies with people who know people. Yeah, that's actually something I learned from you guys back with the old morning guy on a competing station, who actually now to this day even still helps us out. Oh, yeah, there's so many people, there's so many friends that you make. You're in this business as radio people to make friends with others, to get jobs, to work. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do this. Trust me, you don't want to go up against the hideout. You don't want to go up against the heretics. And you certainly don't want to go up against... All our other friends. It's just not smart. That's it. We're out of here. Thank you, guys. So go talk on your message board and uh, say this, that, and the other when it's literally you and you posting as five other names agreeing with you. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, you keep doing that and, you know... You believe the hype. Guess what? Uh, no one else does. One thing we're not here to do is hype ourselves. What? That's what you're for. A heretic. Yeah. Alright, we'll see you guys. Uh, make sure you tune in to our buddy SBK Live. Uh, Saturday nights, 7 to 10. And then, of course, the best lineup. Uh, 
uh, around with the Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burke Middays, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon, and The Hideout. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. If they want to steal something, I guess they can steal phrases. Yeah. Two biggest douche hacks in Central Florida. I don't know if that's what they want to roll with. Hey, they wear nice shirts. Whatever. Uh, I think they're silk. Although, at least they can say theirs fit, unlike yours. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see you guys later. Dubs? Be somebody and always talk good. Question of authority. And stay classy, Orlando. Stay classy. Don't be an a-hole. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.